This is Dungeons and Dragons. This episode, Curiositives, is the third installment in our first campaign, The Valley of Doors. Last time, our adventurers ventured north into the Gateway Valley toward Archmire. After stopping for lunch, they saw a campsite from afar. And upon further inspection, they discovered an abandoned logging cart and the remains of an absolutely ruined horse. Recognizing this is the location of the attack on the logging men from Archmire, they searched for the creatures responsible. In a mud-soaked brawl, they ended up killing a direwolf and a couple henchwolves and chopping up their corpses for parts. They found their den, looted a man's remains, and took a tiger's eye gem from a dangling idol they found within. And then, for some reason, Garth burned it all to the ground. (laughs) <laughs> on the way back to the campsite, they see more idols hanging in the trees on a line leading deeper into the forest. And there we are. Uh, yep. Sounds about right. Um, first and foremost, first order of business is point of inspiration to Tark for the term henchwolves. Yes. I thought that was a technical term. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, it's I guess he it's in the source book, henchwolf. Yes. <laughs> level, level two enemy. No. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, nice. inspiration means you can spend that when you feel like it to re-roll a d20. There's a little tick box in your oh, character awesome. sheet. Yeah, I think I believe Oliver has you one as well go from like way back in the day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when I uh, when I slew the the worm. <laughs> the worm. I thought you get a certain um, dice to roll to add to your. Your existing roll. So you would have like a D6. It could be something. Yeah. And you roll it. I'd have to look. Because that's how my guys can look bard character right functions. That's true. It could be different per per class or something like that. But we'll figure it out. In either case. Sweet. You have that at your disposal now. Um, And we yeah. camped, right? Yeah, I, I believe where yeah. you, your, your last thing that you did was kind yeah. of set up camp we at camped the site. after of this. we killed all the wolves. Right. Yeah, pretty much right right around the corner from where we killed all the wolves. Oh, great. I'm going to do my long rest. Sweet. Okay, so after having taken your rest, uh, you wake up to find, sadly, yet another overcast morning, as as is uh, want to be the case here in this valley. Ground is still very soggy from yesterday's downpour, although thankfully it's actually not raining today actively. Um, and... We'll say the day typically starts somewhere on eight, nine in the morning, uh, and uh, the floor is yours. What would you like to do? Seems like I should probably take the cart back. Yeah, take the cart back, and I guess remember that we can come back and investigate those idols that are on their way up into the woods as well. Get a Frenolith with the uh, direwolf head on his shoulders and... (laughs) (laughs) Drag the cart up to <laughs> stumbling <Archmire>. around. Yeah, <laughs> uh, very top heavy. Probably falling on his face once or twice along the way, um, leaving a trail of congealed yeah. wolf blood. Yeah. Um, you've woken up. You're making your way towards Archmire, stumbling around top heavy with a wolf. Uh, 
a new wolf helmet. Um, <laughs> so you're making your way away from back to the gateway road uh, as it bends westward. Um, and as you uh, trudge down the road another quarter mile, half mile or so, the surroundings begin to uh, open up into fields and tall grass that you find in the center of the valley. Um, and I would say roughly an hour into your, you got about three hours to go. You made it about a little over halfway there uh, on your first trip. Um, about an hour, hour and a half into your trip, uh, off kind of in the middle distance of this fields, uh, you notice, uh, a series of what looks to be fairly large boulders, um, just kind of scattered around in the middle of the field in a slightly nonsensical way. And there are like dozens of them. Uh, and from this distance, some of them appear to be possibly as, as big as like a small cabin. They're massive. Um, hmm. And you can actually tell from this distance that somewhat oddly, aside from all of that, um, the boulders are half green and half gray, split almost 50-50. Does it look intentional? Like it was done like as an art piece or as like a, as like, an, actually, like a monolith or something for somebody. Yeah. That's, that's actually not the like worst a big, comparison. Uh, yeah. Like a, like you, when you see sort of like an outdoor, like uh, sculpture garden kind of a thing, it does kind of resemble that. It, it has a natural look to it, but um, it sticks out in a way that it is certainly notable. Um, but it doesn't look like a structure. So it's definitely not like occurring in nature. Uh, possibly. It wouldn't be possibly. like a natural thing in nature. Okay. Okay. And when you said half are gray and half are green, are, are the green ones like covered in No, I actually meant the, matter, the each or they individual green, like, boulder. Each each individual boulder is split. Like half and half. Yeah. Oh. Like the from from your vantage point. Is, like the, the top, is it just like a straight on like one a, side or just trying to get a visual like just straight halfway down the middle. The top left is kind of greenish and the bottom right half of it is more gray. Uh, the line between those two halves is um, more or less straight. It's not perfectly like mathematically straight, but um, like a gradated type of thing. Gotcha. Kind of, sort of, yeah. Mm -hmm. hmm. Okay. That's weird. Mm-hmm. It is. Should we um, investigate that or should we just keep going and just chalk it up as weird ass rocks? Well, let me well, go check it out. Have, have any of us, uh, I mean, I've got religion stuff. You've got uh, other investigations we can do. So maybe we should go over there and investigate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down. I'm down Not for sure. that as well. Uh, sweet. So as you <clears throat> get closer to this, um, becomes pretty obvious within, I'd say by the time you're maybe uh, 10, 20 yards away that the green coloration on them is actually moss um, that is growing on the west facing sides around the top and uh, the bottom half of it seems to be shielded from whatever uh, was causing this moss to grow. Um, and I'm not entirely sure how most people handle this part of it, but I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that the the locals know this place as Giant's Garden. None of you guys would necessarily know that, 
off the top of your heads, but I interesting. Why not just tell you that? Why, there are a lot of. Why would we know that? Yeah, it's like I am. I was kind of trying to decide immediate... on the fly there. Like some people, some DMs will not tell you what it is and make you ask around. I'm just like, nah. It's an easy enough thing to figure out, so I would just tell you what it's called. So. Cool. Um, so gotcha. you're approaching. Yeah, definitely. Cool. So who, as you approach, who's going to do what? I will investigate. I'll go with Tark and just follow him around. Okay. Um, I'm going to take so... the uh, the wolf's helmet off so that I can actually see things. <laughs> you could... You're like, rocks? What rocks? What are you talking about? Oh, oh shit. Um, so yeah, I'm going to get up as close as I can, kind of peer at it, see if I can look at the line between the gray and green. Gotcha. Cool. So as you're now, you're kind of like in and amongst these things, then yeah, it, it, some of these, like I said, um, are, you know, not more than a foot or two high. Others are as big as a house. Uh, and there's probably a total of 20 to 30 of them. All kind of scattered out. Can I, uh, scattered around to between... like one of... Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to go to one of the larger ones uh, that's close by and climb on top of it and see if I can get a better look of the surroundings. Cool. Um, actually, so I think you and you and Tark are going to do an investigation, so go ahead and give me that roll, if you would. You too. Mine was 16 plus 6 for 22. Okay. Hey now. Hey now. I got three minus one, mm-hmm. so two. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, uh, Tark, you, um, between half investigating and half just a perceptive eye, uh, you can see that the there are, first of all, A, um, that's a pretty good roll, so I'll say a couple things. One, you notice that there are a, a few of them, like four or so of these stones, uh, that have a little bit more of a blue tint to them than the other ones. They're a different kind of rock than the rest, which have kind of like a middle sort of generic gray color to them. So that's one thing. Two, um, it's not exact, and again, not kind of a mathematical thing, but you can also tell that they are arranged in loosely in two columns two lines now again it's not like a straight line there's a bit of a um a bit of a sway to the line so they're they're not two exact straight lines but Mm -hmm. roughly speaking kind of in that direction and they they do match the direction of the valley itself okay that was a lot to get but uh 22 is pretty good um, and upon closer inspection to these, you... so they're on, you said kind of two parallel lines aligned in the same direction as the direction of the valley. Okay. Yeah. Roughly, roughly speaking, um, hmm. given the age of these, it's possible that one of one or two or a, a few of them may have shifted over time a little bit for some reason. Uh, but more or less that's, that's what you pick up on. Hmm. And you can actually tell that some of them, uh, have, um, the the blue ones, in fact, have what appears to be very old, weathered carvings in them. Uh, some some kind of written language, possibly. 
I have a plus one for history. Um, could I do some sort of intelligence? Yeah. History check. Um, all right. Actually, you can do just a straight. Well, everybody should look at the inscription. No, just in case it's in a language, you know? Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll take a look. Um, yeah. If, if everyone's going to get up close and kind of examine that, um, I think there is one person here who speaks to this. I don't know about I the rest giant. of you. It is giant's in, garden. It's giant. It is in giant, but hey, uh, I speak giant too. Exactly. You're the you're the one who I kind of figured probably did. Um, so you you do recognize the individual glyphs and characters as letters that you know, um, but it appears to be in some kind of a dialect that you don't understand. At least not at a cursory glance. Okay. And um. Anybody else? Is it just uh, just Garth? Uh, I also speak that speaks that giant. Yeah. If that's what you're asking. Oh, you, oh, you do. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You have like yeah, I've seven. Got a bunch. No, six languages. Wow. Okay. Um. Cool. In that case, if you want to give me an intelligence check. Intelligence that is plus two. Critical fail. It, it does it, whatever it is. Like I said, the individual letters are ones that you can somewhat pick out through the intense weathering of them. But whatever, whatever this specific kind of uh, giant language is, is is totally different than anything you've ever seen. It, completely alien. Hmm. Weird and noteworthy. Huh. So, uh, Is there any particular pattern to which of the stones are blue? Um, make an investigation check, which I know is dangerous to ask you to do because you have a plus 45 on that. So. <laughs> plus six. <laughs> 16 plus six. 22. Again, all right. Um, mm -hmm. It's a different die this time, so maybe this one's lucky. There you go. Uh, it's... Nothing jumps out at you as like, aha, like an obvious pattern, but you do notice that they are kind of evenly spaced out. Like the, the, the space, that if you were to measure just by feet from A to B, uh, between mm -hmm. each one of the blue ones is... Uh, roughly equal. So okay. there's at least some kind of indication that they're not random. That's about all you can pick out of it, though. Okay. Based on the information you've got, which is very little. Say it again, uh, friend. I just said, so nothing really all that crazy different. Yeah, I mean... Like I said, given the fact that you just kind of stumbled upon this and there's not a ton of context here. Uh, yeah. With a, you I'm going to roll for you, history. Yeah. You can see that it's not like totally randomized, like <laughs> two or three 
clustered together. I see your four just popped up there. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So nothing about it rings a bell to you, unfortunately. So something maybe we can just go to town and ask the locals and see if they have some uh, knowledge about this. I mean, obviously they're walking down the road all yeah. the time. They probably sure. Yeah. Probably seen this. Yeah. We got something to talk yeah, for to sure. with uh, logging guys. Yep. And uh, just for context, like distance from the road, these are probably oh maybe about a hundred yards off the road. So given the size of them, uh, pretty visible, but they're not like you know as you pass by, you're not going to get like a super up close look at them. You'd have to go out of your way to look at them, but it's reasonable guess to think that plenty of people have so cool heading on let's roll sweet um so getting back onto the road heading northwest ish uh trudging through uh the mud the next three three and a half hours or so um actually at this point it would be more like two and a half uh goes by fairly uneventful and you can see after about this long that the the road ahead of you kind of uh, drops off in the distance uh, downwards towards uh, the Galavane River to the west of you uh, and disappears into kind of a cluster of tall pine trees that spans both sides of that river um, and the western edge of the mountains of the valley right kind of right behind that on the, on the far side of the river, uh, probably only about a half a mile past the river. Uh, so you're getting kind of towards the left western edge of this valley. Um, and as you get closer near the tree line, you can see a couple small, simple wooden buildings of what looks to be a logging camp uh, surrounded by an area of stumps. And the closer you get, it becomes clear that these stumps kind of extend out for almost half a mile to the south and east in the direction that you're coming from. Uh, so this this logging camp has been doing its thing for a little while now, obviously. Um, when you approach the camp, you can see that there are other buildings kind of tucked in uh, within the trees. Um, and this is Archmire. And a short way beyond uh, this tree line, uh, the road runs very close uh, to the river and the marshy banks as it dips below as you get right up kind of to this tree line and these these buildings within uh, the road dips underneath uh, a wooden walkway that actually spans across the river which is only at this point maybe 20 25 yards across it's not very wide here and this road uh, you can see beyond this and kind of within the trees that you're, you're kind of entering into now that there are a couple of, of these uh, walkways spanning across the river. Uh, and there are actually a few buildings on the other side as well. Uh, and there's a large central stone bridge kind of in the middle of all this. Uh, but you're on the east bank of this river now, uh, walking through up the road into town. Uh, the road splits in two directions. Mm -hmm. One continues along the riverbank. Uh, the other turns kind of into a wider uh, main thoroughfare that turns sharply to the right, slightly uphill and towards the center of town. Um, and this this path, this wider path, is kind of flanked by these wooden uh, boardwalks that keep 
a lot of these buildings that you see that are all kind of log cabin wood uh, constructions up off of the damp marshy ground. Um, and you can actually see that there are some buildings that are made of stone on the east side of the river, close to where you are, that you are actually partially submerged in the river. Um, and the remains of a couple of wooden, old wooden buildings that have kind of like rotted and collapsed into the river. So this town settled within these, this dense sort of tree area actually extends kind of directly right to the riverbank and even partially into the river. Uh, and so at this point in to get kind of towards the center of town, it's like a little mini that? Venice. Yeah, a little mini it's Venice. Kinda, it's got a, a combination Venice and like Ewok village thing going on. Um, yeah, and as you as you kind of make your way towards the center of town, <laughs> it's it. um, you can see that uh, a lot of these buildings are this kind of wooden log cabin lodge style. Um, a lot of them are two to three stories high, and there are all kinds of different stairs and balconies and walkways, like snaking around them between them. Uh, a few that cross the river at different heights, so there'll be some that are at like ground level, and then there's actually a, a couple of them that are up on the sort of second story-ish that are spanning the river as well to the other side of town. Um, and the spaces between all these buildings are like dotted with ferns and rocks and kind of small trees. And here and there you can see some, um, some of the older structures are like have patches of like this, you know, slick green moss and um, just kind of general overgrowth around. Not dingy and run down, but, but um What's the word I'm looking for? Like campgroundish, almost taken care of, but um, mm, mm-hmm. but not necessarily cleared out. We could we should say, uh, and the the canopy cover is is casting enough shadow in here, even in the middle of the day, that um, there are uh, some lit uh, lanterns kind of hanging around throughout town, just to give a little bit of extra light. Uh, and yeah, so. The rain at this point, as you're kind of strolling your way into town, has mostly stopped. It's kind of around noonish, and as you walk up the road towards the middle of town, soaked completely in mud and blood, and carrying a severed dire wolf head, you stroll into the central market of town, and there's this almost record scratch moment where everybody kind of stops and turns and looks at you guys and is like half horrified and half fascinated <laughs> by what the fuck they're looking at. And that is where you find yourself right now. And you do notice a few, a few of them are kind of running off um, towards some of these walkways to go across to the Western side of town. Um, not like, holy shit, run, get out of here running, but like, you know, looking like they're going to maybe uh, get somebody. And there's a bit of a crowd starting to gather. Do we? So we do. Do we know where the guys are that uh, the the loggers are? Uh, from what you've heard so far, no. You you just yeah. You just kind of know uh, that they were from here. Um, and given that you are kind of returning with this severed wolf head and a cart full of logs, it's there is. A good chance that people kind of know it, not not who you are exactly, but at least partially what this means, and the fact that this is probably these this guys these these two guys cart, if that makes sense. 
Um, and so everybody's kind of starting to look around nervously at each other and like, what the hell is going on? Um, within a few minutes, you actually, um, those people that kind of cross the bridge to the West are coming back now towards the center of town. And they have with them, uh, a, a new person who you didn't see before a male elf. He's got dark hair, uh, shaved kind of on the sides, but the rest is pulled back kind of in a sort of Viking esque ponytail. Um, dressed in what looks like either upscale or at least new and rarely used. Nice. Sort of brown and navy blue, like hunter's gear, and he's kind of making his way towards you. I'm going to yell out. I'm going to say, has anybody, did anybody lose their wood? (laughs) Uh, You can see there's a couple guys, maybe, maybe two or three, like, two or three rows back now because there's probably a good 50 people kind of gathered around you now. Um, one of them kind of sheepishly like puts his hand up and him and this guy that he's standing next to just kind of turn and like look at each other like a little bit bewildered and he's like, uh, I guess that's ours. Thanks. And you got it, at man. At this point, um, the elf is kind of pushing his way through the crowd towards you guys and kind of Stands there and stops, and he's. I want friend to like walk up to the, to the guy and like hold his palm out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> where's my yeah, money? I'm gonna say, well, where's my money? Come on, come on. So, uh, what's the reward for that? <clears throat> uh, kind of looks up to you and money, says, please. You know. I don't think anybody really put too much thought into that, but we can think of something because uh, we, uh, to be quite honest, didn't think anybody was going to be able to kill this thing. And yet here you are. Uh, he's he's like a little bit surprised and stunned like everybody else here. Um, oh, so yeah, at, the, at this moment as uh, the person the elf guy who you gather is probably the village elder uh introduces himself and he says i'm uh vili vili siro is his name um and he's saying um well at some point obviously you guys are uh a little worse for wear it looks like but all in one piece um you know when you when you have a second i don't mean to rush you come by the elder hall and we'll talk um, and it's kind of at this moment where pushing his way through the crowd again, uh, there's another person, a uh, human guy, mid fifties, um, kind of salt and pepper hair, slight goatee going on. Um, he's wearing this expensive looking clothing, but not what you'd call gaudy. Um, uh, and kind of has his hands out and up in the air and he goes, he's like making a show of this whole thing where he's like well 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 look what we have here strangers and yet the heroes of archmire come come drinks on me and he's kind of trying to usher you uh towards the inn uh, that is uh nearby in the middle of this marketplace um and he introduces himself to you and says uh he's like shaking hands with you and at this point kind of some of the people in the crowd are following suit they're kind of like coming over and like patting you on the shoulder trying to shake your hand and stuff like this and he's 
uh, introducing himself. My name's Dalton, Dalton Danbury. I'm the proprietor here of the Bronze Blade, finest inn in town. And as he kind of leans into uh, uh, Dimly, who he's closest to, he kind of whispers in your ear, even though there's only two inns. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, at least he's better than the other one. So, what are you guys doing? I'm down to follow that guy and grab a yeah, we pint of ale. Learn something about the flagon area. or two. Um, Gorth never turns down a free drink. I see that now. I like that uh, bit of backstory there. <laughs> um, then there are some people sort of like clapping, cheering, and obviously kind of impressed at what they're seeing. Never thought that they would actually see this happen. And you get the impression that this thing, this creature has been a problem for them for at least a little while. Uh, and as you're being uh, ushered into this inn, it's it's big. It's one of the bigger uh, buildings in town, uh, especially right here in this sort of central market area. Uh, it's like three stories tall. The first two are kind of public areas uh, with, you know, bench style tables and things like that. The third is kind of where the rooms for rent are. Uh, it is very, it's noticeably clean. It's well kept. There are uh, stuffed animal heads on the walls, deer, elk, wolves. There's a bear over the fireplace. Uh, it's got a really kind of nice cottagey cabiny vibe to it. Um, and as you're kind of making your way through the door and yeah, Dalton is a, uh, Escorting I like the place. He's like, oh, yes, thank you, thank you. We take great pride here uh, in sparing no expense to borrow a line. Um, uh, and as you're walking through the door, you see hear somebody kind of out in the crowd, <laughs> out in the um, <laughs> in the marketplace. He's shouting, don't give that con man your patronage. And you kind of hear along with that some like smattering of jeers and stuff. And people kind of like going like, shut up. And you can kind of turn and hear that there, see that there's this um, kind of scruffy looking dude out there who's got this sort of shaggy beard, not the best dressed dude in the world. He owns the other end. He, he owns yeah. the second best. Uh, <laughs> exactly. The second yeah. best. Exactly. As, as this happens, uh, Dalton <laughs> kind of turns to you. He's like, nah, just, never mind him. He, he, he owns the other end. Uh, he's always hated me since I tried to buy it out from under him. Um, what's the medal for fourth place (laughs) the tin the tin blade (laughs) I'm gonna lean over to Dalton and say how much is it worth to you worth it to you to if you were the only innkeeper in town he and I give him a big nudge on the lips his eyebrows (laughs) go way up (laughs) <laughs> and he kind of looks at you and with this like half grin on his face, like he is assuming that you're joking, but he's not entirely sure. Um, being that you guys just met, neither are and we. I'm not very clear. <laughs> Depends on the price, you know. Uh, that'd be crazy if somebody did it. Oh, that'd be terrible. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, kind of clears his throat a little bit and he's like, well, you know. Like I said, I did try to buy it from him, so I certainly wouldn't mind. But uh, you know, I'm not going to advocate for anything weird. We'll say. But uh, 
I'm just saying accidents happen. <laughs> you know. He's like Right. Okay. Well, uh not quite sure how to respond to it. I'm gonna pat him on the back and say I'm yeah, just he's, joking. He's kind of nervously well, laughing along with you. But look, yeah. give him a little wink too, just to uh <laughs> He's like, I was about to offer you guys uh, free rooms for the night, but don't. He's like, I was about to offer you free rooms for the night. Don't make me regret that or second guess it. And he's kind of laughing back a little bit, too. Why is this guy so eager to give us all this free stuff? Because he's a chauvin. <clears throat> you, you can tell. I don't know, but I'm going to I'm going to take can it. tell kind of immediately as he sort of pushed his way through the crowd that he has a. Flair for trying to draw attention to himself. Um, and uh, mm. so he says, anyway, welcome. Welcome to the Bronze Blade. Rest. Enjoy yourselves. Uh, Essen will take care of anything you need. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have guest. And he kind of uh, turns and looks over to the bar where you see uh, a female elf bartender. And he kind of, kind of gives her a nod and she nods back and he kind of goes up the stairs towards... Uh, you would assume maybe his his private quarters upstairs. Um, Essen E S S Y N. So her name is Essen. Essen, my choice. So German. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Eat my shit. Well, it's definitely <laughs> translates to something different in Elf. I don't know what it translates to, but probably not that. Um. She's she comes over and she she's she's standing on the the part of the table where you guys are sitting as far away from dimly as she can get. Um, she's uh, young, middle aged, has long, sort of light brownish hair, um, and in keeping with what you've seen with the rest of this place, with the way Dalton's dressed, the way the interior of this place is is, um, you know, all done up. Uh, she's wearing, you know nicer garb than you would expect somebody who's working in a run-of-the-mill tavern to be wearing. Um, it's got these shades of kind of red and maroon and it's approaching almost as nice as something a noble might wear. It's, it's, it's pretty nice, expensive looking. And, uh, <laughs> she's like, well, hello friends, have a seat, get comfortable. Can I get you food? Some of our famous noble barrel ale fresher here than anywhere else. And, I'm going to have yeah, go I'll have four four ales four and, ales for uh, the for the Goliath whatever these guys it. want coming right up um and actually Tark at the mention of that name Noble Barrel Ale you've heard that name before um and that kind of jogs mm -hmm. your memory for a second where you're like wait a minute what do I know this from and you kind of connect these dots where it didn't occur to you at first, but you've actually heard of uh, this in itself, actually, the Bronze Blade. And in your travels uh, in the last however many years, okay. it's, it is a name that you have heard of. And what you've heard uh, is that this ale is particularly good at this particular establishment for some reason. That that ale sounds great. I, think, I may have heard about it before on uh, Ale Advocate. Um, <laughs> what can you tell us about the dire wolf? What what was the the trouble? How like how long was this bothering you guys? She's like, for oh, yeah, no, that's that's definitely been big news around here for 
oh, it's probably been three to four months now it, it's been uh, where all various traders, hunters, and things like that have been harassed. Um, and she kind of looks at you guys all for a second, makes quick eye contact, and she's like, has any of you ever been here before? Um, and uh, none of you actually have been here. Uh, Frenolith is, I, I believe... Um, well, we, maybe we'll have have to hash this out kind of more specifically off off offline. But I th think Frenolith is kind of from he's the one who's from the area closest to this. Uh, the rest of you guys are all actually from kind of the other side of the island. Um, but with that being said, none of you have actually been to Archmire before. We're on an island. Um. I didn't realize we were on an island either. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, I actually, I have that map. I'll send it back to you guys. I think I put it in uh, Slack a little while ago. It's kind of like the start of like the whole thing, rather than just the valley. Um, but yeah, it's yep. it's it's oh, an island, awesome. kind of roughly the size of um, a bit a bit smaller than Great Britain, but kind of comparable. Okay, cool. So, but yeah, no, it's, uh, these wolves, it's, it's, she kind of sighs and has this look about her. Like she's like kind of trying to think of where to, where to begin. Um, and you, you notice as you came into town and it's fairly obvious to anybody who, who strolls into the middle of the market there, um, which is called high bank common. Uh, there are a lot of hunters in this town and you saw a fair number of deer boar uh some wolf skins uh as well all kind of like sort of laid out for sale in, in various kind of stalls and, and tables and stuff in the market and she kind of starts to explain to you that the hunters here in archmire and some of the let's call them more esoteric residents of the Agarwald forest don't really see eye to eye when it comes to game hunting. Um, we have some hunters here who don't necessarily hunt just for sustenance. They do it for sport. Uh, and these people from Agarwald, druids to be more specifically, uh, take exception to that, which I suppose does make some, some sense. Um, but a lot of these guys are just out there doing it to protect their livestock, make a living, you know how it is. Um, but over the last six months or so, we've been having more and more attacks closer and closer to Archmire by wolves that are behaving strangely, a little bit more aggressive than they should, not not behaving sensibly the way a wolf, cautiously the way a wolf would. Yeah, we noticed the same thing, fighting those things. I was asking if, if Essen could tell us whether or not she thought that the wolf's behavior was in some way directed. She's like, well, funny you mention that. There is kind of a going theory on the matter that that's possible. Because uh, another thing that we've been having simultaneous to this is that a lot of the other game in the area, the deer, the boar, the elk, um, and 
to some degree, even the fish in the river are declining at an alarming pace that nobody seems to be able to account for. So the theory, at least, is that druids are somehow responsible for that. Sanctioning us, if you will. Where would these druids be? Exactly where? It's hard to say. There's not too many people that wander into that forest. Uh, Aside from being crazy, stupid, or brave, or some combination of the three. So, I certainly couldn't tell you. (laughs) Well, you're in luck. We've got all three of those things. I only have crazy, sexy, cool. That's Mm. the only ones I've got. (laughs) Tell us, listen, what about those great big rocks we saw on the way in? I wish I could do it half as well. Uh, <laughs> the fuck are they for? Like, hmm, yeah, Giant's Garden, right? Um, to be quite honest, a lot of people here just kind of treat it as a curiosity. Nobody really knows exactly what they're for. I mean, we, we've been able to piece together that they have something to do with giants. Uh, given the carvings on them, but what exactly they mean, who exactly put them there. Hard to say exactly. And I guess kind of in out of character DM mode, I would tell you that it's sort of the way we think of like Stonehenge at this point. We roughly know maybe kind of what they're for and who put them there, but Mm -hmm. it's very unclear even to us at this point with all of our history and whatnot. We still don't know. So it's kind so of kind some of, aliens. Yeah, some kind of, of like that. It's it's druid artifacts. Yeah, the exact purpose of it is not exactly clear and and whether or not it's aliens. Kind of, yeah. So if we asked around, people would certainly have theories. Um they would, <laughs> but I but I haven't necessarily thought of all those theories myself yet. Interesting. So. <laughs> well, it's a beautiful place you got here. I'm sorry we trudged in all this mud and blood. She's like, no, 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 no. Don't worry about it at all. That's what we're here for. You guys, uh, you know, we'll get you set up with some rooms where you can get cleaned up, everything. Uh, by the way, what, uh, what, what are your names? We're sitting here, you know, hailing you as heroes and nobody even knows who the hell you are. What's your deal? Where'd you come from? Well, we all met down in Brandswood not too long ago. Uh, well, I'm Tark. Uh, me and dimly here and friend we've known each other for a while but this big guy over here we just met he's been helping us out really helped us take care of that dire wolf that's uh, for sure i can uh, i can certainly see why as she's sort of giving you all a little bit of a nod as, as you're introducing yourselves um and by the way at this point your your um seven ales have all come out um and Tark, as you do take a, as, as you take a sip of this, you you do notice, and all of you notice, uh, having been to Bromswood and having had this ale before in a different inn, it is definitely better here. Like it's tastes almost like it's a different beer. Do you do you brew this right here at this inn here? No, not why is no. it so There's good? a brewery in town, um, kind of on the it's on the northern side of town, kind of near the marshier mm. area. Um, but 
Yeah. No. We just know how to store it, I guess. I don't know. Should somebody check the beer to see if it's like... Yeah, I'm getting nervous about that a little bit. Wait, he just <laughs> okay. described that. I'm gonna I don't pound, want to get roofied here. I'm pounding two of the beers, and then I'll sip the rest. I will say that uh, <laughs> you don't feel anything unusual other than what you would expect to feel at this point, after one of them, at least. Um, Crushing emptiness and isolation. <laughs> after drinking this, I still feel like shit. Um, <laughs> as well have another. Is, any, is, is someone actually going to like officially do a thing to, to check? Yeah. Um, let's do a uh, let's do the old good and evil check on uh, on the end here. I will use divine sense to detect the location of any celestial fiend or oh, undead geez. within sixty so feet intense. that is not behind total cover. It. Yeah, going going right for it. I'm, um, I'm gonna pound my third beer while we're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing you're getting is that uh, after three beers, Garth is approaching undead. But no. Um, no, <laughs> no, you're not. You're not getting That's true. You're, you're like fucking gigantic. Um, yeah, you you could probably handle like six of these before you. Andre the it, Giant honestly. drinking a whole case of beer in the back of the bus type thing, or a case of wine. Beer can is like this big. Oh, I've seen hand. that picture. Yeah, Amazing. fucking crazy. Yeah. It's so wild. It's Look like. Uh, like uh, those, what are those fake juice in a barrel, plastic barrel things called? Yeah. Oh, hugs. Hugs, yeah. <laughs> yeah hugs. Actually, I I was watching a Sixers game the other night on on TNT. Shaq is one of the commentators, like in their studio, and he had like one of those like Yeti like tumbler things. You know, it's like bigger than this pine glass, and he was drinking it like it was a teacup like <laughs> he was actually doing the the, the teacup meme because people were like talking shit on him and uh, they just cut yeah. the image he's like going like this but it's this big it's like a thing. gallon it's so wild Jesus, dude <laughs> fuck seeing him drive a car is insane um, like when he has to like uh yeah he's like sit in the back sit seat in the bus and get his shoes made it's crazy anyways so uh all right yep. doris is shack <clears throat> um no shazam <laughs> Um, is there another? Is there a way to, de- to detect magic? Isn't doesn't somebody have to detect magic? Yeah, that's a spell. I feel like that's more. I don't like know if any of you guys have it prepared, but uh, it is a spell. I could do I some insight checks on people too, but I wouldn't do it on. Essen. Yeah, I don't think she's being dishonest, but it seems like there might be some. Uh, I'm wondering if like her. Her fancy clothes are fake, or if the beer's not as good as it actually is. <laughs> it's all just a ruse somehow. Smoke and mirrors. Uh, yeah. All right. Beer's delicious. Roll some, you can... <laughs> yeah, you roll an insight check on her. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm minus one. I got a plus three, so but... I do have... I'm not going to roll that on Essen. I was going to say, I do have detect magic, but I don't have it prepared. Well, you, uh, let's see, I forget exactly how, uh, how paladins work in terms of changing spells. You might be able to do that overnight, uh, if you want, but gotcha. anyways, anything else you guys, uh, 
want to do or ask about before you? I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Essen about um, is there like an armor or a blacksmith in town? A good one. He's like, oh yeah, sure. It's a little bit out of the way in in terms of uh, you know, the central market here. It's um, just called Volk's Forge. Uh, guy that runs his name uh, Matthias Volk. Um, he's uh about I don't know ten fifteen minute walk down the road. Actually, I'm not sure if I would need an armor or not. So what I want to do is turn the direwolf hide into a set of fur armor. I think oh, we should yeah. also try so, and sell the head to Dalton. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, get it on the wall. <laughs> Good idea. He's got all that stuff there already. Not a bad call. Not a bad call. Yeah. I guess I would um, also inquire. Yeah, you'd you'd probably have to do that. You'd have to do that fairly quick because I imagine a, a severed head is going to rot. He needs to um, right uh, make sure there's a plaque underneath it too with our names. I want to be. It's a, it's, it's a, okay. Okay. It's very important. That's there. Free beers for life. Yes, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, and you, as you guys are, you're you're kind of looking around for like where would he put this gigantic head, and you can see kind of like over um, near the the bear head that's there over the fireplace, there is actually a bronze sword mounted on the wall. It's high up. It's like probably twenty feet off the ground, but it is there. In fact, true to name. Noted. Cool, but yeah, no, there's 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 definitely a guy in town you could or someone you could you could get that done. Okay. Uh, I think you mentioned that uh, last time too, and you were saying that it would drop your AC one. by one. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say you you don't have to do that. You can just kind of turn it into like a cloak and wear it over your chainmail, and it's just like looks cool, but doesn't drop your AC if you want. Um, I wouldn't mind doing it because then my uh, stealth, I wouldn't have a disadvantage. Mm-mm-mm. Good call. Okay, that makes sense. Even though I, I do like the really high armor class I'm at, but... Sweet. Um, yeah, if you want to go down there to uh, to talk to Mr. Volk, he can, uh, he can get you set up. Yeah. I'm not, it's not in a necessarily rush. his forte, but he knows he knows somebody. He can he can take care of you. Uh, cool. And I'll also um, ask Essen: Is was there any kind of bounty on this uh, direwolf that uh, local locals would want to pay? Uh, and she says, "You know, I had not really heard that there was per se. I think the the general idea was just watch your backs and stay the fuck away from the forest if best you can." Um, but that being said, I know that, uh, Vili is a good guy. He, he runs the town well. He's well liked here. He'll, he'll get, he'll, he'll set you up somehow. You will be compensated. I can promise you that. All right. Which by the way, just as a reminder, you, uh, were invited to go visit him at the elder hall when you guys are ready to go. So why don't we go? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go do that. We'll get cleaned up, spend, uh, well, half an hour. Powdering your, powdering your well, face. First, though, we want to say tell tell Essen to tell Dalton that the firewood head is for sale. Name is cool. price. Okay. Can do. Can do. Yep. Um. Uh, as you guys are kind of uh, heading out uh, of the bar and sort of 
making a ray around the corner towards where um, Essen kind of directed you. You you, you do see Dalton um, exits the inn uh, a little bit behind you, uh, and he is with uh, a woman who's wearing sort of a green and black uh, dress-like outfit. Uh, they kind of hug a little bit. Uh, as she kind of, she hops onto a horse, sort of trots out of town uh, to the north, and he goes back into the inn. Just a thing you noticed. Um, and you're going to head down to uh, Elder Hall, I guess? Yep. So that is, uh, if you go down the main yes. thoroughfare, kind of crossing back over the main market area, Um it slopes down towards the river and then turns into a stone bridge that goes up and over uh, the river. Uh, you get the sense that based based on the height of these bridges that you, you're not going to get many like major trading vessels through here, um, but certainly enough to get like some smaller ships and uh, <clears throat> fishing boats and, and whatnot. Um, so as you uh, come to the hall, you notice that it's actually built very similar to the one in... Um, uh, Bromswood. It's uh, got this kind of two-story interior where there's like a balcony around the outer part of the second floor. Um, has a bit of a like a town hall vibe to it. Um, but as you approach, um, you're walking into the Elder Hall, floorboards are creaking and uh, Villy hears you kind of coming in and you can see him kind of in the back kind of coming out of his office and working his way over towards you. He's like... He's like, ah, right, right, right. Yes, come. Let's sit. Let's talk. So, Billy, we heard the... Yeah, the direwolf has been bothering you guys for a few months. Glad we could help you out there. Had some of that uh, ale over at the bronze bronze sword? Bronze blade, yeah. The bronze blade, oof. Good stuff, right? Hit the spot. Oh, my God. Don't know what the hell they do to it, but... uh, Whatever it is between that and, you know... Dalton having tried to buy his bar. I'm sorry about the outburst that you heard from from uh, Riffin, the owner of the other bar in town, which is called... Testing my memory here. The Tin Spoon. Hunter's Rest. That's what it's called. <clears throat> Mine's better. Well, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the Dented Spoon? Yeah. The Tin, tin Spoon. spoon. <clears throat> If and when you guys go over there, you'll see that would probably be a fitting name for it. Um, so he's like, uh, oh, wait, wait, before I forget. Uh, and he kind of <clears throat> goes over to his desk, pulls open a drawer, and pulls out a small leather bag, hands it over to you, and says, we hadn't planned on this, but uh, taking it out of the uh, town watch budget, most of them probably won't mind, and he hands you this bag, which contains 100 silver. Sweet. Nice. For your troubles, thank you. Thanks, Governor. Um, and he's like, I am I am glad that you were able to help out with the problem. Uh, but, he says, it does lead me to a bit of a warning of sorts. Um, and he kind of sits down and gestures for you guys to sit as well. <clears throat> and he says, I don't know if you're aware. Um, 
but and he proceeds to kind of lay out the whole situation that you heard from Essen about the druids in Agarwald and how they've been there for generations longer than even that if you believe some of the accounts um, and there's always been a tension between the hunters here uh, and them um, they seem to understand and allow for the fact that people need to hunt for food but they keep a, a close eye on uh, on the goings comings and goings of the hunters um, and notes that you you would think that if you were to overhunt wolves in a particular area, you would see an increase in the amount of prey animals, but it's been the exact opposite and highlights and kind of underscores how strange that is. Uh, if indeed there is an overhunting problem with wolves that the Druids are pissed about. Um, I'm confused. So there's um, too many animals of prey or there's not a, there's no, there's, there's not no animals. Prey animals. I mean, there's so, no, yeah, there's the, a lot of the, the hmm. Druids naturally you would, you would expect they don't necessarily take kindly to game hunting just for the hell of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you were just in theory, if you were to overhunt these wolves for no reason, and there's, there's really no reason to hunt them other than just for sport. The fewer wolves there are, you'd get more prey animals. You'd get more deer, more elk, more everything else because there's fewer predators. Right. But the more wolves they hunt, there's the fewer and fewer prey animals too, which doesn't make any sense. And so that's kind of what's leading people to suspect the druids are fucking around with things and trying to... I mean, it couldn't be people just over... Starve them out. Yeah. Over hunting and over fishing. And... He says, well, you know, it, it definitely was a thing that we thought of uh, and tried to take account for and, and, you know, talk to all our various hunters in town and stuff like this. But they haven't been hunting any more than their parents did and their parents before. And it, there really shouldn't be any reason why that would happen. The toxic it runoff. Seemed, it seemed stable until recently. It's toxic runoff from. Uh, the bronze <laughs> blade. It's what they're putting in the ale to make it taste better. <laughs> and it's killing off the population <laughs> and fucking out the ecosystem. Bam. He kind of, one of his eyebrows goes up and he looks at you as you're saying this and he pulls out a piece of paper and starts writing down notes. <laughs> <laughs> is there is there an environmental protection agency in this, in Dungeons uh, and Dragons? Uh, yes, they're called Meyerwatch. <laughs> no. I love it. No, that's the name of the, the town guard. It's called the Meyer Watch because it's it's pretty swampy around here. So, also a pun. Um, so one one thing we saw in the woods out there, not too far from where we killed this dire wolf, there were some kind of giant balls, gems tied oh. up in these metal. <laughs> Metal wire and string, these like almost look like a tiger's eye. We would never like take one or anything, but we saw a couple hanging around. Yeah, no, oh, we wouldn't. Take we weren't supposed that. to take them, and I close my jacket. <laughs> We're all looking for the guy who did this. Oh, but just out of curiosity. Uh, if someone were to have taken something like that, what is the over under that that's bad luck? <laughs> and he's, he's, uh, trying to picture in his head what exactly you're describing. Um, 
and he says, sorry, it's got a wire attached to it. Never mind. Like, hmm. <laughs> no, but forget I that said is a thing. Uh, a f- several of you, I think, um, Frenolith, because you're a spellcaster, and Tark, just because you know a lot of shit like this. You, the copper wire is something that you know is a physical component of casting this spell called Message. And that allows mm. you to... I was just thinking about using Message. Telepathically communicate for a sentence or two back mm. and forth. It's not really telepathic if it needs a wire, it's right? magic. <laughs> you just need to have the wire. <laughs> You no, that actually happens. Actually, here's a funny thing. If you look at a, 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 like the, the physical components of a lot of spells, there are there's some pretty good puns in there. If there's one that's that allows you to see in the dark, and you need to have a carrot, get it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, um, I believe actually this spell to read people's minds or to to read people's thoughts, you need a penny. There's a lot of jokes. <laughs> oh, nice. That's super cute. I like that. I guess a copper wire is something to do with phones. Um, anyhow, so yeah, you you noticed that. You're, you would have known that too. And, and uh, okay. he appears to be knowledgeable enough to suggest the same. Uh, but otherwise, he's like, you know, I, I don't know. Unless it was cursed in some kind of way. I, I don't know whether that sounds dangerous or not, it seems like it's probably fairly harmless. And he's kind of eyeing you suspiciously based on your way that you described that. Um, (laughs) Oh yeah. Anyway, despite knowing a lot of magic, I don't know a lot of magic. You know a lot about (laughs) it. Um, So yeah, he's sort of lays out the whole Druid situation to you and, and, sort of wraps up by explaining that uh, he says that, you know, this whole situation puts Archmire and me, especially as the elder of the town, in a pretty awkward position. You know, obviously we have to defend ourselves against these attacks. And sport hunters or not, killing these wolves, self-defense or otherwise, just seems to make it worse. It's kind of snowballing and I'm not really sure what to do about it. So while I appreciate what you've done in terms of alleviating some fears here in town. Not entirely sure what the repercussions are going to be about that. And on top of that, you're welcome and sorry. He's like, well, yeah, you obviously wouldn't have known and I don't blame you. I'm actually glad that you did it. I'm not, not chewing you out or anything. Don't worry. Uh, Would you like us to go talk to the Druids? Have a sit down with them. A bit surprised the suggestion because of the, well, he says, I take it if you guys aren't really from around here, you maybe going in there and coming back out, you got lucky, but that forest is full of nasty stuff. Um, and while I certainly can't do anything to stop you, and if you were able to uh, act as impartial messengers, that would be much appreciated. But I urge caution. Your caution um, is noted, sir. So, what kind of uh, monetary amount would cover this kind of service for you? Well, I suppose that depends on the result, now, doesn't it? 
But you have actually well contingent on a successful, a successful result. result. We, we or, expect that this would help trade yeah. in your town vastly. Or unsuccessful, and they get really pissed off and come kill you guys all. He is a. You guys are you're you're a weird crew to him. Obviously, he's looking you over, just not entirely sure what to. Make. He's looking back and forth as you guys are talking. He's like, um, just trying to follow here, but knife. Please don't do anything stupid. But yes, help would be appreciated in the matter. Uh, I've only got so many uh, armed men to spare. You know, our our town watches, like most places around here, thin, and we can only do so many things at once. Which leads me to the other sort of to-do in town lately uh, is that we had one of our uh, shopkeepers in town uh, was broken into and had some fairly fairly expensive things taken about two nights ago. Um, the town apothecary, I don't know if you guys saw it on the way in, it's a place called Curiositives. Um we suspect the Grackles, who you guys know of as being the local ruffians and bandits who just, you know, hassle people on the road and take their coins. Uh, and he says that this is um, kind of our best guess at the moment, but it's honestly not their usual kind of target. You know, they took some miscellaneous supplies, um, but more importantly, they made off with a vial of mercury that she had stored there and it was hidden. Uh, in a honestly pretty secure place. And this makes us suspect that whoever took this knew exactly where it was. And this is not a thing you would just stumble on. So we're a bit vexed by that at the moment. We've conducted our own little investigation here so far. How many employees work? It's just her. Mm. Her own little shop. Uh, her name okay. is um, Lizetta. Does um, Lizetta have any close friends? That they that they haven't uh, <laughs> checked with that would possibly know. Not that we haven't checked with. I mean, it's as you can see, not the biggest town uh, on the island. We've kind of done our own little preliminary investigation, asked people where they were, what they were doing, and we don't have any reason to suspect anyone Check. here that we know. <clears throat> uh, Checked all the not ring so far, cams. at least. <laughs> There are actually magical ways to do shit like that, but uh, they don't have them in place. So. <laughs> Should we go check with the store owner? See if we can't do a little investigation. Yeah, you could certainly do that. What made you? What did, what did they make? What What made you think it was Grackles, or everybody think that it was Grackles from the get go? Well, I mean, to be honest, anytime something like that happens around here, it's kind of the default answer. Nine times out of ten, it's usually them. Gotcha. Um, but gotcha. in this particular case, like I said, it is it is a little bit more targeted and sophisticated than what they typically do. Doesn't mean it wasn't them. But they're kind of like, they're always the first ones you want to try to look into and rule out if you can. And mm -hmm. given how recent this was, uh, we just really haven't had a chance to check. Now, we do know that there is a place not too far from here in the foothills where, where they're known to camp from time to time. Uh, and like I said, I would send people up there on my own, but I couldn't spare but a few. 
And there's really no telling how many of them there are. And I have most likely my people, most of them wouldn't come back. So hands are a little bit tied on that front. So what's it worth it to you to, for us to go check it out and potentially take care of them? This is how D&D works, guys. You roll into town. These people have problems that no one can fix but you. <laughs> um, he's like, well, you know. Thinking about it, he's like, given what you guys just were managed, uh, what you guys just managed to do for us, I would say it's probably somewhere on the same order. Maybe we can work out a little more specifics if you want. Um, but uh, you'll be taken care of if this is something you would like to look into. It's appealing if the money's right. He nods agreeingly. He's like, yeah, you got a yeah. few options, right? <laughs> What's that? We could try to think what options. It seems like we could talk to the storekeeper, go directly to the grackles. We could go back to the campsite and get more idols. I think we should talk to the store owner. So, see yeah, if there's any additional clues. Yeah, that's, that sounds like cool. Yeah, but yeah actually sense. agree. That is at this point kind of uh, to use a video game term. That would be your quest log at the moment. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It seems. Uh, yeah, let's go talk All to right. the storekeeper. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, so, uh, heading down that way towards Curiositives, the apothecary shop with a fresh bag of. Hundred silvers. Um, it's a bit of the way, a bit, a bit off off the beaten path. It's it's kind of towards the east uh, side of town, almost out of town. You can kind of like um, see a fairly large gap in the tree line, kind of towards where she is. Uh, she's not centrally located, and you're kind of getting close to where that logging camp was. Um, and yeah, among among the sort of trees and undergrowth and stuff like that, uh, scattered between all the buildings here, and uh, this the the plants that are growing out of this shop as you walk up to it, even amongst all of that, they stand out as being unusual. There's these kind of odd herbs, mm -hmm. colorful flowers, and there are actually a couple of nicely cut same height logs um, sitting in front of her. Uh, establishment and each each of those has a, a couple of different types of fungus is growing off of them different colors different shapes uh, things like this uh, and inside the first thing you notice as you walk through the door is the smell mm. of the place it's kind of like a cross between like a tobacco shop and a dumpster it's really weird like for a second it's like well that smells all right and then it's like oh what is that jesus christ um and you see uh Inside, you see more of the same. There are just herbs and powders sitting in wooden boxes and tons of bottles, all shapes and sizes. Uh, her alchemist tools are just kind of scattered haphazardly. One's on this table, one's on that shelf over there. And it, it doesn't look to have any kind of rhyme or reason or organization to it at all. It's one of those like horrible messes that like it looks like she probably knows exactly where everything is. That kind of a thing. 
<laughs> and yeah, she is behind the counter. Uh, she looks up at you. She's a half-elf female. And she has these kind of like... Um, she's got this like dark, wiry, kind of like frizzy hair. Um, and her head sort of jerks up really like quickly uh, at you in this almost like, I don't know, robotic kind of way. It's it's odd. She has a immediately an unusual mannerism to her. Uh, and things you notice is that she has a streak of paint. So it's about, about as wide as a finger coming down from each of her eyes. And one of them is red, one of them is blue. And that draws your attention to her eyes themselves, which are also different color. One is green and one is brown. Uh, and she kind of has this, just generally speaking, she has kind of like this Hermione Granger meets Crazy Cat Lady vibe, if I were to describe it. She ate some of those fungi. She, she looks like she probably does. getting yes. to her brain. It looks like, yes. Yeah. So she, she kind of looks up at you guys and she's like, oh, hey, 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 what's going on? New in town? What can I do for you? She's very, like, excitable and kind of jumpy and quirky. I'm looking to, I'm looking to buy a vial of mercury. You got any? She kind of, like, her eyes, like, go real wide and... No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I, I'm Tark. Uh, we heard we heard you had some break-ins. Heard they stole some mercury. That's that's no fun. That's, that's probably a couple gold pieces at least, right? A couple? Uh... I don't even know if I could say a couple. It's priceless, maybe. I only use a drop of it at a time, and I've had that bottle for years. So that's terrible. Who, who, more than a couple. Who gold. do you think it was? Um. Well, I mean, did you talk to Philly about it? Is that who sent you? Oh yeah, we we were talking to Philly. He he was thanking us for uh, killing one of the dire wolves that has been been around here. Um. He said it might be the grackles, but he also was alluding to some more powerful stuff that I don't know too much about. He says, "Okay," or she says, "All right." So you've um, you got the lowdown. Great, cool. By the way, I should introduce myself. Lizetta, Lizetta Weirge is my name. Pleased to meet you all. And that is um, W E I R G E, Lizetta Weirge. Hello, Rosetta. He's like, so uh, you're here to um. Do what exactly? Seems like there's a lot that's been bothering your town and seems like an interesting thing for us to try to figure out and help if we can. We've got some powers that it seems like uh, not too many people in town here do. She gives you a bit of an eyebrow raise and she says, okay, understandable. I think I've come across some of your kind before. Adventures, I think you refer to yourself as. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Got it. Understood. So she's, she's like metagaming. She knows all about this shit. <laughs> she knows what you are she knows um uh she's like okay well um help certainly appreciated we don't really know exactly what to make of it yeah grackles is obviously you know a possibility but this is not something that uh i'm not quite sure how they would have known to find what they found where was it so where, did, where was it hidden <laughs> And she kind of goes, oh, yes, right, of course. And she kind of like jumps up off of her stool and she kind of waves at you. Like, come here, come here, come here. And she kind of takes you kind of into the back room that you guys can't see from right there in sort of like the storefront area. And again, it's like if you thought this room was like chaotic, this place, this is like 
hoarder type shit back here nice. and it's just all it's sorts of like wild stuff fireworks. half of it you don't even know what it is oh yeah this is this is where the good stuff is yeah um, the illegal fireworks and she kind of <laughs> she goes down between this like spot where there's like two sort of workbenches and the floor is kind of like cobblestones right and she kind of reaches down and pries up one of the bricks off the ground and it's like this sort of like secret compartment uh, underground. Hmm. It's about maybe the size of like a shoebox. Uh, and she's like, it was here. And then two days ago, it was not. And nobody unusual came in. I, I didn't hear anybody. You know, obviously this must have happened in the middle of the night when I wasn't here. Uh, yes, this is, you tell me, what did you think? How would somebody, can we do an investigation to see if, uh, there's some clues that look like someone had done some rummaging or something? Sure. Yeah. I'll do the honors with the plus six, two plus six. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, which which adds up given the um, absolute cluster cluster fuck that this place is. It's like trying to look for any kind of evidence of rummaging around things being out of place is kind of a lost cause here. It's it's chaos. Um. Which doesn't seem to bother her any. She's not like apologizing for how messy it is or anything like that, but just kind of the way it is here. Um, but actually, so uh, we can have somebody do. Let's see if we can have somebody not, not Tark, since you just rolled for something. I'm going to have somebody else do give me an Arcana check. See what you guys might. Just I have plus three. All right. I have a. Oh, go for it. I've only got plus one. Kind of spread the die rolls out here. Four plus three. Fuck me. Okay. I hope there's a sign. I'm also going to do an arcana arc 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 <laughs> check just for fun. Yeah, go for it. And natural twenty plus one. Hey, nice. I didn't roll. Wait. Pretend like I just didn't roll. Um, <laughs> also, I'm just noticing you're 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 uh, too busy. My, uh, does, am I not recording? I don't see any like sp- like peaks in the uh, audio over there underneath. I us. see it. Oh, okay, see it. it's just you. not showing yeah, up. Mine. Just wanted to make sure. Sorry. Continue. Yeah, I see it. Yep. Um. Yeah, friend, you're you're too busy kind of being like bewildered bewildered by all of this shit and like just curious as to what the fuck is all going on in here. You're you're busy taking it all in and pocketing a few things. Yeah, you um <laughs> if you want to try, you can certainly do that. Um there are die rolls for such oh, a I'm thing. Not, um you with that 21, you definitely you know that um there are spells kind of from the abjuration school which is kind of like involves like divination and like soothsaying and stuff like this that like 
you could use to it's similar to your detect good and evil where there are various spells you can use to detect all sorts of things uh and one of those things you know of right. uh, is a spell called locate object and how that works is if you have a specific item in mind whether it's it may be it may be a unique item that you're familiar with or just generally like hey i want to find a vial of mercury where would it be if it's in this room and it kind of pings on your radar and you can then go straight to it such a thing exists all right who else who else knew that you had that vial of mercury nobody, no matter nobody. who uh, might have been here I... but who would know who would know I, I mean, nobody that I could think of per se. I certainly don't advertise that I have it. I, I try to make sure as few people as possible know this because it's extremely difficult to get a hold of. Uh, and most apothecaries worth their salt are going to have at least a little bit. So it's possible that that's what drew whoever this was to here in the first place, but how they found this particular thing, I, I'm stumped. What what would you do with a large amount of mercury? Yeah, I was also curious about that. What what can you do with it? Uh well it's a component for some spells. Using silver mining. Um, uh, yeah, gold actually, mining. you know what? Now that you say that. Um so yeah, Dimly knows all about that. Um but yeah, it's it's a spell component in, in a few different things. Um, I guess I'm not familiar off the top of my head exactly what, but I do know that it is used in some advanced arcane things. Uh, certainly not the low-level child's play type stuff, from what I know about it. And I keep it on hand Powerful. just in case somebody like you comes along and may need it. But yes, it's it's rare, expensive. Very useful. And the grackles are basically just a bunch of kids, right? Kind of, maybe not kids, but this would be a big ticket item for. for those I mean, you're not hoodlums. They're looking for change, and typically, yeah, yes. But you you've certainly heard of these guys enough to know that, like, yeah, that is their typical day to day sort of thing, but. Um, you never know. They're not above being paid to do something like that, maybe. Hmm. Who would have paid them for such a thing? That is a good question. The wheels within wheels, my friends. <laughs> uh, all stacking up. Um, but yeah, uh, talking to between between Vili and Lizetta here, they're um. That's kind of like the one suspicion that they've got, other than the fact that you now have realized that like with your with your arcana check there, you, you have a suspicion of maybe how they figured this out. Which is a piece of the puzzle they didn't have before. Cool. Sorry, how they figured what out? So how they figured out where this thing was. Oh. Like if, so we if know somebody who had that spell, that spell who knows yeah, that right. spell could come in here right. and then say, like, you know. Where's, 
where's the mercury? And it would go, bing, there it is. And then they right, would at right, least right, right. at that point, they'd know where it is and then could come back later and get it. Hmm. Sounds like something a druid might do. <laughs> Angry druid with a vendetta? Hey, hey. Should we go beat up some grackles? <laughs> I don't care if we don't think they did it. <laughs> Look, that's the thing, too. Stop, is, stop. Um, He's already dead. Even if it wasn't them, there is nobody here who is going to complain if you go rough them up. They're generally a nuisance to just about everybody in, in the area. And that's, that's uh, given your, your experience with them so far and, and having been kind of in this valley for, a, I don't know, a week now or so, you've heard of these guys several times and you gather that the one thing that they are good at, if, if nothing else, is that they're clever in the sense that they do enough to be a constant irritation to people, but not enough to really get on the radar of like the various Kings of these kingdoms and stuff that would like saddle up and go fucking find these guys, you know? Yep. They're strategic about how much shit they stir up and when and how to kind of fly under the, under the radar, so to speak. I'd say we go fuck up some grackles. I would love nothing more than to fuck up some grackles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And question uh, one. Vili said don't he kind fuck of pointed up some us grackles to where? tonight. That is the question. Oh yeah, he, um it's west west of town. So if you cross over to the west uh back over to the west side where that's where the uh, elder hall is. Um which is kind of like the smaller half of town. Um and just keep going that direction up into the foothills there are some um some pathways up there. He, in fact, uh, yeah, he will say in that conversation that you guys had, um, just for informational purposes, at least he kind of gave you some pointers, um, where to look. There's a, um, an old abandoned watchtower from the, the war that has been over for about 30 years now. Uh, and he says, if you go West, get to that watchtower, make a right, northwards up into the up into the mountains uh there are some pretty narrow paths that you can work your way up um to find a spot where they are kind of known to hang out from time to time and he actually kind of says like yeah if if you know where to look they're not hard to find cool all right let's roll up on Um, these guys I feel like we should uh, should stay maybe stay at the end tonight and then like head out super early and crack them in the in the dawn. Oh yeah, because it's got to be mid afternoon, right? I don't know if we want to do that in the dark. Um, I'd say at this point, I mean, you've maybe only been in town for two hours, two and a half, so it's like yeah, two thirty ish. Okay. Not super duper late. I kind of want to get. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to end up like hunting around in their area in the dark. And there's free the dark, ale yeah. and um, maybe some food and bed in the city. So 
Oh yeah. So tap that and then head out first thing. (laughs) Cool. Uh, All right. Sweet. So, um, so yeah, this question one on that matter, uh, as is probably going to be the case in a lot of times when you first get to a new town, there's going to be a lot of explaining, talking to people, blah, 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 blah. I haven't done a whole lot of die rolling. So up to you guys, whether you want to go do that now or, uh, save that for the beginning of next session. I'm flexible. I could do, I can go there. I'm game. Try to make it quick if you guys want. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Sweet. Sounded like the uh, theme song of this YouTube show I've been watching. Well, it's a BBC (laughs) show, but it's on YouTube. (laughs) What's it called? Um, eight out of ten cats does countdown. It's like a com. It's like a excuse me sketch comedy game show. It's very weird. I, I wouldn't recommend it watching. Out of ten, eight out of ten cats, <laughs> cats. does said, a countdown. You said you don't recommend watching. I mean, it, it's it has funny. It'd be a weird <laughs> thing to start with. It's on a on the end of a trip. Don't blame me if you watch it and hate it. Is what you're exactly. saying? Exactly. Yeah, you should watch it, but don't yeah. don't complain. If you An acquired about. taste, I think. They call <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Um. Okay. Well, yeah, we can uh, sort of hit the fast forward button here and say. You stay the night, drink your ales, have your food. It's pretty good standard pub food. The ale is the star of the show, uh, as as promised. Um, everybody wakes up in the morning, ready to go. Um, actually, you know what we can do also, uh, Gareth, since you had some time to kill there the previous day, we can say that uh, you've you visited uh, the local blacksmith and kind of talked about what you wanted for the armor and all that stuff, if you want to. All right, sweet, yeah. Just kind of... Sounds good. Check that box. I mean, yeah, okay. So he is doing that. It's going to take him a couple days, um, maybe like two days, since leather armor is not particularly tough to do. Uh, And he has some components ready on on standby that he can use, so shouldn't be too bad. You can't give it a... Uh, And I'll work up the cost of that at some point. Okay, sounds good. He'll, He'll give you a discount. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got you guys are getting the royal treatment as much as they can spare. Um, but uh, cool. So I love how much west. Garth just was wheeling and dealing at every opportunity. <laughs> what <laughs> else? He's like the. Uh, the <laughs> I gotta make some money off this. I want some money. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of seems silly to be going around doing stuff for free, but very ungoliath of you. But hey, you don't want to just do things out of the kindness <laughs> of your heart. No. I want to kill things out of the kindness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to get paid out of the kindness of my heart. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I will make sure that that happens. Um, yeah, it's a fairly easy, calm trek. It's actually a nice day today, uh, as opposed to the last couple of days being overcast. It's, you know, actually sunny, kind of warm pleasant day um and it's only maybe about half an hour up the road uh you get to this hollowed out remains of this watchtower uh it's overgrown by vines and it's like missing the roof it's kind of collapsed off um 
and in going into it, which uh, would not take long to do, uh, it is totally empty. I'll save you guys the trouble of rolling or anything like that and tell you that it is picked the hell clean because uh, it is kind of a well-traveled road at this point. Um, but you do notice that there is kind of around uh, the backside of this tower, there is a pathway that kind of ducks into a maybe like a six to eight foot wide crevice in the rocks um, and heads northwards uh, further into the foothills. Um, and it, another 30, 40 minutes up the road, you come to a sharp kind of a cliff-like incline that kind of it blocks the path off. Uh, and it must be climbed in order to pass. And this is sort of where... Um, we have a grappling hook if we need it. Wasn't there a climber's kit somewhere? I think that's part of it. Um, and just to note, uh, based on Villy's description, you are approaching... You, 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 you're pretty sure you're kind of getting close to where this place might be. Yeah, we have a climber's kit. Nice. Um, I think I'm the most agile and acrobatic. So maybe I'll... plus five on the old... Would that be acrobatics to climb, or is it just strength? All right, sorry, I'm plus five athletics. Athletics. Athletics is more of like strength-based stuff. Um, Acrobatics is like... Yeah, I'm a zero on the acrobatics. Yeah, more like balance-y type of stuff. Um, I'm minus one, so do not use me. Well, you're all going to have to get up there somehow. I don't have to come. Uh, I can stay right <laughs> here. Do you have a friend a climbs that on yes. Garth's back? <laughs> I'm, I'm only three foot two, remember? We can, we can, I'm a small toddler. We can, uh, we can always just assume that that's how that's going to work. <laughs> Put me um, in your back pocket. But, yeah, I mean, you've you've got enough time on your hands here that, like, even if you roll and fuck it up a couple of times, you're eventually going to get it. So we'll just say, yeah, you're, you're able to use your grappling hook and get a, a solid hold there and make your way up. Um, it's not like a, like you've got to be a superhero to climb this thing. It's not, it's not too bad. Okay. Um, but so from here, uh, how would y'all like to proceed? And by the way, now that you're on top of this, this, uh, embankment, um, it's kind of similar that there's this, that it, it goes further up into the mountains. There's a sort of a sharp rise to the path. Um, but it's fairly dense in terms of trees and, and uh, sides of this mountain, rocky kind of cliff face type of thing that you're going to be going up. Um, what are our options? I mean, we either climb back down or we keep going up, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You would definitely... Just kind of one way in here at this point. All right. Um, um I got an idea. Um, I'm gonna cast disguise self on myself okay. into an old human woman um, with a cane, <laughs> and I'm just gonna guide everyone to stay back, and I'm gonna just trudge slowly 
into the forest on my own. Okay. In the in the direction of uh this suspected camp. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh right. and so we should uh we, we follow closely behind Tark, but far enough away to to not throw anybody off. Gotcha. Okay. To not necessarily be seen. Right. So I mean Tark uh, is okay. baiting baiting whoever's out there and we're we're springing the trap. Cool. Um so Oh no, my gold pieces. Tark. I dropped them all. Okay, the so I, that is exactly <laughs> what I was just gonna ask you is like, um how loud are you being right now as you're doing this? And that answers my question. Okay. <laughs> um Uh, if you're actually going to stand there and do that, then it does not take that very long. That was a joke, but I think, some, I, think some... I, wanted, I think I think I I think I'm going to do that. Okay, <laughs> nah, you tell me. I'll, I'll let you take it back. Yeah, we're doing it. We're still feeling Absolutely. this out here. So, okay. <laughs> um, okay. So just so you know, you're you're kind of you're at this opening of this sort of pathway with with sort of a rock face on either side of you. It's only a couple feet wide. Um. And from both further down that path, which you can't really kind of see too well in, you can see some trees through this gap a little bit, uh, but not much else from where you're standing. And also to your left, up on the side of the sort of mountain hill that you're on, you hear voices and shouting. They're a little bit too far off to hear exactly what they're saying. Uh, actually, no. You know what? You can make a perception check on that if you'd like. And everybody else, the other three of you, a stealth check, please. So I'll do perception. Nice. One. Plus one. 17. 16 plus two 17 for 18. Total. Nine total. God damn it. Do I have so to run? I have disadvantage on that. So I got to do uh, another one. Oh, yeah. Do. Also 16. Yeah. 16 Actually, total. Actually, doesn't... Um, so does Garth, which is exactly why you're making that armor. Garth has a disadvantage too. So, so. I rolled a 16. And a, uh, so we had a 9 from... So, so my yeah. lowest is 17. Out of two rolls. Okay, nice. 17. Friend had a 9 and Dimly was what? 16 was my lowest. 16, okay. Not, not bad overall. Um, I'd say given the, the underbrush and stuff here, like you're actually able to maintain at least a fair amount of uh, being obscured from view here. And Tark, on the other hand, is out there singing and dancing. And uh, what was your what was your um, check there? Sorry, Tark. Uh, 17 total. 17 on yeah perception. okay yep. on your perception yeah so you're you're able to sort of make out that um especially coming from inside this uh this sort of wooded secluded area in front of you you can hear people going what the fuck was that get get over there see what that was like kind of off in the distance they sound like they're probably 30 40 yards away and it only takes a couple seconds before uh, you see uh, a handful, probably from where you're standing, three or four different um, 
dudes come out wearing like, you know, tattered black and brown leathers and stuff. They've got like, you know, hoods, bandanas, whatnot. They're pretty ratty looking bunch, but, uh, obviously, um, you know, they have a look of bandits about them. Uh, and then Mm -hmm. they see you standing there, this old lady with a cane, I believe you said, uh, knowing Mm -hmm. that in order to get where you are, you had to climb a cliff face and then they go, oh no, 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 hell no. And then two of them simultaneously pull out crossbows and shoot at you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We got a two and a 12, which I believe both miss. (laughs) Yes, they do. (laughs) Um, 14. Yep. Yeah. Um, so at that, uh, they are quite obviously aware that this is this ain't fucking right, and we're gonna roll initiative. I rolled a nine. Damn it! Wait, we're rolling again. Dimly. Rolling this initiative. initiative this time. Are you fucking kidding me? What is it if it's a one minus one? <laughs> It's a turn. <laughs> you firebolt yourself. Friendly disappears. <laughs> I'm. I'm not. <laughs> uh, no, it's. It just. That just puts you at a zero. There, I don't think there's any particular like. Um, Speaking of firebolting yourself, that, it's. It's just. It's just funny. <laughs> this morning, I rode to work for the first time in a while, and I had a new deodorant in my bag, and I. Tried to put it on without taking off the plastic thing at the end of the deal. <laughs> oh, <God>. oh, ouch. <laughs> oh, I've done that in the yeah, past. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Did you actually like, did you cut yourself or anything? It's not as bad as putting your. No, no. I scraped myself once. I was like, fuck. Oh, idiot. And then I took it off and it was fine. It's not as bad as what I almost like fucking burnt down my apartment the the day the <laughs> what the hell am i doing jesus christ i, missed that. I literally almost went and sat Where down on the couch that? Oh, I the slack. oh i it was general maybe or corona apocalypse I, I, or whatever. I missed like, that yeah too. i took i took the ceramic part out to like clean it out before i used it sat it to dry next to the the sink and then started getting out all my ingredients and blah 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 dumped them straight into the metal like heating part of the crock pot <laughs> without putting the ceramic thing back in and actually fucking turned oh, it on. Holy shit. That's and it was on for like two or three minutes before I looked over and saw the crock pot part sitting there. I was like, what? No. <laughs> it did not cause a short or anything. So I like, I just cleaned it out and used it. It was fine. It was fine, but Jesus Christ. Anyway. Coronavirus brain. Uh, so wait, I, forgot dude, what I didn't get Oliver was in the other day. So ten total. No, for I'm me. not in school anymore. I don't ten. You're not. <laughs> you're going into third grade. Or you're going into fourth grade. <laughs> Sixteen. Is he, is he uh, really fourth grade Jesus next, Christ. Next year. Sixteen. Oh, nice. Sixteen. So you're first, actually. Yeah, that's you. Um. So at this point. Um, we've got, um, we have Tark still in old lady form, kind of standing in the middle of this part where two paths cross. It's almost like a T intersection, um, or a cross, Mm -hmm. I'd say. I don't know if it's a T, but, um, 
yeah, heading, we'll call it up north, is into into where the bulk of these guys are coming from. To the left, there's two more coming. Um, and you guys are south about 10 or 15 feet, 20 feet, something like that. On the same trail. So there's guys coming from either side to Tark. Yeah, there's, so there's, 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 we can, we can say that the, the paths are north, south, east, west, and there are, Tark is right in the middle. Coming from the north, which is where their sort of hideout is, is, um, there are four guys coming your from, way. Kind of straight on. And two coming from your left, which is kind of. Yeah. So they're probably yeah. all like, just take Tark and then we could all probably, the rest of us could just run away, right? miscounting here yeah yeah Tark will take the arrows and then we'll just I was was looking at the wrong thing let me okay that's that's a valid strategy totally Uh, no there's two on your left my bad two on your left two in the center uh, and one of them actually has a pet wolf on a chain that's what it is I was looking at the wrong note sorry so it's not even a hench wolf it's a pet wolf so there's slightly fewer guys, but it's it's less than a henchful. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna. Well, so there's. Wait, I'm just to clarify. There's two on the left, one with a wolf straight on in the back. And is there people on the right too, or no? No, no, no. There's just, there's two guys and the wolf straight straight in front of you to the north, and then two okay. coming. From I'm gonna the like charge at the dudes at the left and. Can I make a strike at him? Uh, you would be not quite close enough to make it all the way uh, and attack at the um, same time. They're probably about okay. 50 feet away. I do have some hand axes which I could throw. So can I? do you think I could make a charge and throw one of those at him? Okay. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. I'm going to character sheet up here. Yeah, your uh, throw range on that is 20, and then if you want to do it at disadvantage, 60, but you don't need to. You're close enough. You can just do straight roll, which looks like it would be just d20 yep. plus okay. 5 for you. Hey! <laughs> roll the one. Oh. So, uh, unfortunately, that means your axe goes over their heads and kind of off into the bushes behind them. <laughs> I'm just going to shout them too. Uh, and that brings up... Uh, to draw their attention a little bit. Give Tark a little breathing room. Okay. Yep. Well, I mean, especially throwing the axe at them, you you have their attention, okay. for sure. <laughs> um, uh, so at that point, the one of the two guys in the uh, center area... Uh, and by the way, these these two dudes in the center look a little bit more slightly heavily armed. Um, maybe a little bit more well-fed, too. Uh, leadership of some kind, possibly. Uh, and one of them, who has the wolf, lets go of the chain that he's holding the wolf on and just kind of says to the wolf, you know what to do. And it charges straight out at Tark. And... Rolls a five, so it uh, is not able to make contact with you, and you're able to sort of dance out of the way as an old lady, and now they are 
extra pissed and extra confused. Um, nice. The guy who let go of the wolf comes charging after as well. Um, seeing what's going on, and he is not afraid to hit an old lady, apparently. Uh, that is a 19 to hit. With his mace. That's going to do. Uh, yeah. With so that mace. is a... Ouch. And you have weak, brittle, old lady bones now. So they all break. It's going to be no, six I don't. damage. <laughs> it's an illusion. It, it is six damage illusion. right into the shoulder. Oh, right. and actually he gets two attacks. That's that's right. He's going to swing again. Why does he get two? Because uh, he's, he's, he's a better... Uh, a higher level of thug. So uh, the second one is an eight. Right. And misses over your head. Uh, and it's now it your turn. It's not fun getting attacked. No. No. Uh, which, by the way, um, you, when you took that hit, <clears throat> uh, let's see, do you need to... First of all, you may need to roll a die to make sure if you're still in in costume here. Um but it also may not matter. No, it's not a concentration spell. Nope, it's not. Okay. So it, it drops um, when you want it to drop over an hour. So if you want to c- continue this fight as an old lady, you can. Which I recommend you do. <laughs> I think I'm going to stay as an old lady. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and the funny thing is with, with the illusion, uh, the illusion does not come, unless you want it to, along with weapons. So... You can like stab them with an invisible uh, dagger at this point. Oh, cool! That's great because what 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 they see and what you actually are is not the same thing. <laughs> so, if you want your illusion to be an unarmed old lady, then you can make it look like you're unarmed, and they will be baffled by what the fuck is happening. So. Yep. Did you say it's my turn now? It is. Yep. Um. I missed my I missed my opportunity to use Blade Ward before I was just smashed, which is unfortunate. Um, but right that now, base anyway. Um, I think it, it was the mace bludgeoning damage, probably. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I would have mm-hmm. I would have had resistance. I'll do that in All a minute. Right. Uh, but for right now, I'm gonna go with both of my daggers. Okay. Uh, first is eighteen to hit. Uh, this is against two. Uh, that guy who was right on me and hit me with his mace. Okay, the dude, the, dude. the, thug. the thug man. Uh, yeah, that's a hit. Yeah, that's five damage, and then with the second one is an eight to hit. But I'm going to expend my inspiration to take advantage on that roll. Which is 15 to hit? Yes. That button doesn't work. Come on. Which is another four damage. And with my cunning action, I'm going to dash and try to not be the closest person to him. So run back in the direction of everybody Uh, else. Backwards towards everyone else. Okay. Cool. Um, dimly. All right. Um, 
I assume I'm close enough to Tark to be able to back him up. Her. Yeah, you you guys are sort of right. forming a line, I guess, if you want to say that. So uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Divine Smite. Uh, nice. So that does... It's like an extra or thun- Thunderous Smite? Sorry, Thunderous Smite. Um, so I need to hit with it. But it rings with thunder, deals an extra 2d6 damage to the target. Additionally, if the target is a creature, it must succeed on a strength saving throw or be pushed 10 feet away from you and knocked prone. So I'm going to go and hit with the Warhammer, or try and hit. It's called Divine uh, Strike? Thunderous Smite. Oh, I don't see that in your thing. Oh, it's a spell. Got yes. it. Got it. I see it. It's a bonus action spell. So I'm going to roll uh, Warhammer 14 plus 5 for a 19. Um, so I got to roll for damage. So I got 1d8. So I got a 5, and then I also got a 2d6. Okay, sorry. I was um making a note there about your your spell you cast. You, you What was your to hit? 19. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that you're going off the, uh, after the same dude, right? Yeah. Okay. And so five, and then also two d six. Oops. How do I get that back down? There we go. Uh, plus four. So total damage is nine. Cool. And then that right. guy also has to roll for strength saving throw. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, that is going to be an eight, which I don't think in any, I don't even have to ask you. I think you're, he has to get 12. So 12. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yep. No, he is not prone flat on his ass by a hit from your Warhammer that makes 10 times more sound than it should. And everybody (laughs) around kind of covers areas for a second. Audible within Um, 300 feet. So everybody knows we're yeah. here. Oh, yeah. Everybody already did know you were here, but if they didn't. <laughs> uh, gotcha. Cool. Um, that brings up the other dude who is kind of further down uh, towards the encampment. Uh, and he is the biggest of all of these guys. And he was kind of sauntering out into the action, just taking stock of it as things were unfolding for the first couple seconds. And he pulls out his longsword that he has sheathed over his shoulder, and he is going to charge at you dimly and take a swing. Uh, He also has multi-attack, so. That is a 11. That's a no. One slash over your head. Two. That is a 21. That'll hit, right? Oh, no. Yeah. And he also uh, has a dagger in his other hand. He's going to sort of backhand you with. Uh, He's got two sword swings and a dagger swing. Uh Uh-huh. He can can do sword, sword, dagger. That son of a bitch. He's clearly trained quite well. Um, so that's the second of the two, I believe hit you. Uh, that was his sword. So that would be a 
five slashing damage, sir. Uh, Finds a little bit of a gap in the armor and manages to wedge its way in there a little bit. Um, and that brings us to the guys up on the left, the the wandering patrol with the crossbows. Um, at this point, um, friend, you, I guess, yeah, you haven't had your turn yet. So no, uh, seeing this not. kind of fray with, yeah, f- this fray with Dimly and then um, Tark kind of running for cover behind him. Uh, one of them is going to shoot at each of you. Uh, so Dimly. Didn't I just like run up to him? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. You're there with him too. My bad. Like I intentionally um, ran. T- either way. It doesn't matter. It didn't yeah. make it all the way there to them. But Oh, you're towards those guys. You're on right, the left. Right, right, right. I forgot about that. Um, you did. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, in that case, that that's I, I did forget that. Um, um, yeah, seeing you charging at them and throwing axes and whatnot at them. And screaming. Yeah, that, that's going to occupy their attention. Uh, so they're going to both, both both fire at you. Um, and when a screaming Goliath is running at you with his sword out, uh, you don't know what the fuck you're doing anymore. You lose your mind and you roll a natural one. Um, the other guy, however, rolls a five. So yeah, neither one of them hit. <laughs> you've successfully scared the absolute piss out of these dudes. I'm going to eat them. Um, and they're fumbling around trying to figure out they're, they're looking at their crossbows like they don't know how to reload them at this point. Um, and that brings us to friend. So that. Oh, can I, can I ask a quick question about cantrips real quick? No. Yeah. So can I just like, can we like, oh, sorry. In, Greg said while that. everyone else is fighting, can I cast a cantrip? Or do I have to wait for it to be my turn uh, and you do it at the start? It usually the has to be your turn. It depends on the cantrip. Okay. Uh, generally, uh, let's see. I'm thinking about what Blade Ward, which would protect me, which gives me that advantage on. Oh yeah, <clears throat> I probably should have done that at the yeah, end. So the of... casting time on that is one action, meaning it has to be your turn. Oh. Generally, the only things you can do that it's not your turn would be a reaction. Gotcha. I was thinking like yeah. that can- because cantrips don't expend spell slots; they're cheap, and you can kind of do them whenever. But that's not really how it works. Okay. Cool. Thank yep. you. Yeah, no problem. Um, so that uh, wolf that he had, uh, it had a uh, a chain around its neck. Correct. He he was uh, he was almost kind of like leading it. So I have some animal handling, and I kind of want to tame that fucker myself. Um, I want to jump on its back and use it as my own uh, weapon because um, I feel like I feel like okay, okay. I'm going to be a better. I'm going to be a better master to this better owner to this wolf <laughs> than this guy is going to be, you know, and I'm feeling a little guilty from having killed that wolf before <laughs> and wearing its head. So I'm going to be a little lenient <laughs> and not try to murder this wolf. I'm going to roll an- animal handling on him. Okay. So out of the bushes from nowhere pops this yes. red gnome <laughs> screaming and running just these guys had no idea you were there at this point, and so they're like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" And then they see you trying to hop on the back of the wolf. So go for it. This will be fun. Twelve plus two, fourteen. <laughs> uh, okay, I have no idea what 
number you even need to hit to do that. I would say. <laughs> An angry wolf. That's gotta. That's gotta uh, be success. Uh, <laughs> I'm guessing like yeah. a thirty. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> yeah. a twenty. Yeah, I'd have to roll a perfect. But it's that. funny. I like it. It was um, an attempt. <laughs> um, it was an attempt. <laughs> but now you're right up next to it, so that's good. Um, I was going to say that once I got on its back, I wanted to, if it wasn't going to befriend me, I'm going to be able to stab it, right? Can I do that? I mean... Uh, or does well, that not work? No, the 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 attempts to sort of grab the chain and climb up on it would have been your action. <laughs> all right. Well, it's been nice knowing okay, you all. Garth. I tried to make some a new friend, but here we are. <laughs> hey, it's, it ain't over yet. It ain't over yet. You could try again. You've introduced yourself, at least. Um, so, yeah, Garth. All right, I'm going to fucking move to these two little dudes and take... I'm going to try to, you know, kind of get in their space and make a longsword attack. Cool. I uh, rolled at 18. I got a plus 5, so 23. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to roll for damage. I got to roll a 1 plus 3, so 4. Grazing strike. And I'm going to do a. Take a second wind and make another attack. So I have a bonus action to take another attack, basically. Or. No, that's. Second wind is regaining strength. That's health. Um, yeah, you're thinking of action surge. Yeah, so I'm going to take that now, and then make another attack with my longsword. Ah, fuck! Rolled a two. Two. Oh. Well, these guys are puny, but at least a little bit nimble, uh, and he's able to uh, sort of shuck and jive out of the way. Um, uh, now it's the wolf's turn. Hey, friend, what's up? <laughs> so being that you were um, We're best friends, literally just trying to climb on its back. I was petting um, it. I was trying to pet it. Uh, did not take too kindly to that. Um, not even the chin scratches. Hold on. Let me read this on here. Pack tactics advantage on all attacks. If enemy is engaged with an ally. Hmm. Uh, which is not the case at the moment. So uh, it is going to roll a 20 to hit. Jesus, fuck me. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely taking a big ass chomp out of your arm here. Um, I didn't need that arm. I rolled the wrong dice. That is seven piercing damage, and you need to make a strength uh, saving throw, please, sir. Uh, <laughs> where is how strong is friend? Where do I see that? 
because he, he he's literally at this point he's trying to put you uh, clamp you down in his jaws and like shake you like a toy where is that is essentially what's happening right now. top uh, left strength stir cool you know just a six plus one a seven i'm dead seven yeah so you are uh dragged to the ground feet first cool, cool. um and being shaken about, you are now knocked prone, which means uh, melee attacks have advantage against you until you get up. Whoa, well, isn't that just nice? <laughs> mm-hmm. Hmm. And you just tried to ride a wolf. That's what you get. I... That's funny, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the thug is going to take his turn now. The the wolf handler. Um uh, who is engaged with Tark currently, who is knocked prone, I believe. Uh, wait. Mm, I don't think so. Why do I have that red down? I oh, bolted. No, you knocked him prone. He is knocked prone for some reason. Why the hell did that happen? Um, oh, from Dimly Singh. That's right. That's why that happened. Because Dimly oh, yeah, didn't want to move her. Got it. He is prone, not you. My bad. And he, uh, we were most recently fighting, maybe, but um, I dashed, so I'm 30 feet away. Got it. Okay, so he is um, going to use half of his movement to get up off of his half his ass. Uh, and if you're you're standing behind dimly, then he's actually going to take his uh, swipe at dimly. Mm-hmm. That's an 18, 22 to hit. Um. Uh, that's a seven damage on the first hit. 13, 17 to hit on the second. Does not hit you. So you get hit once for uh, seven damage. Dimly. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep. And then All you right. also, uh, because you are trying to maintain, damage. yeah, you're trying to maintain that. Uh, I have to run a... Sh- Strength um, to uh, maintain concentration. Yes. All right. Uh, nineteen plus three is twenty-two. Yeah. Okay. You're nice. Good. Yeah. Um. So base basically, what you have to roll is either half of the damage. It's basically you have to roll half the, the amount of damage you took. Uh, but the minimum is ten. So it's if if you take three damage, you don't have to roll a one or a two. You always have to roll at least a ten. If that makes sense. I got you. Mm. Yeah, the floor on that is a ten. But if you take a shit ton of damage, it could be twenty, thirty, something like that. Um, gotcha. Cool. Uh, Tark, that's you. So, friend is prone with a wolf on him. Nobody else is in like dire yes. danger, right? I'm gonna go for the wolf. Wait, who who just attacked me? Uh, the guy that was handling the wolf at first. Okay. He's the guy he's known as. I thought I knocked him down. Yes. Oh, knock. Yeah, he did, I but he, he stood he was... back up. Yeah, oh, he can okay. use his movement to stand back up. Yeah. Yep. Um. So, I'm gonna go. I assume I'm within eighty feet. Of the wolf, oh, yeah, so I'm going to sure. shoot my short bow at the wolf. 
Uh, that is a 19 plus 5, 24. Oh, yeah. That's more than enough. Four damage. Awesome. Um, and I have cunning action, but I, I'm kind of good where I am. I'm going to stick right where I am behind Dimly. Or no, okay. behind Garth, rather, I think. Uh, or no, it was Dimly. Uh, yeah, you're behind Dimly. Yep, yep. Uh, which uh, it is Dimly's turn now. Actually, all right. Uh, I'm gonna go take another whack at this guy that just uh, damaged me. Uh, again with the Warhammer. Uh, so let's roll twelve plus five for seventeen. Uh, yep. And so bludgeoning is. Three plus five, and then also TD two D plus six again. Uh, so that is another five. So ten total. Ten total. Okay. Uh, yeah, you have got this guy staggered uh, since you guys are sort of ganging up on him and hitting him with these like literally thunderous blows. Um, and every time you do, there's this this shock wave that goes out, and like all the leaves on the trees actually go. Poof. Like there's a gust of wind out from the the epicenter of your hits. Uh, nice, well done. Bandit captain's turn. Um, he is the one is actually also engaged currently with you, Dimly. They're kind of ganging up on you since you're look like the most well armed uh, fellow on the battlefield. Um, first hit 21, right? Jesus Christ, they always hit. Uh, that doesn't, that's a three. Um, all right, and his dagger attack is now a three to hit. So that was a three to hit. So it's a hit, a miss, and a hit. Uh, so that's uh, five. Then eleven points of damage. Jesus Christ! That's so he's all just, my... just wailing away. Out of right zero. Now. You're oh, you're knocked out. Damn, that was quick. Um, lucky for you, like a lot of these other guys are already kind of fucked up. So, <laughs> <laughs> um. Interesting. So obviously then your spell goes down. Um, cool. Uh, so yeah, guys, keep that in mind as we progress here. Um, Garth, the two guys that you are in combat with. Do I get a turn? Um, they're going to take some shots at you. What's up? Do I go after those guys? You're after the you're after these two ah, that are gotcha. up right now. The guy, the wandering patrol dudes who were all up on the left. Yeah, you were last because you had a zero. Nice. Yeah. One four. Um, both of those missed. They rolled a two and an eight. So yeah, you, you're. Uh, you you actually see a little bit of pee coming out of these guys. Is they are rolling terribly. <laughs> So when someone attacks me and misses, I can use my uh, support su- superiority dice and uh, 
make a, a attack against them. And uh, if I hit, I can add the superior dice to the damage roll. So okay. I'm going to fuck them up. So I'm going to use a dice for each one of them. Uh, I'm not going to fuck the first guy up because I rolled a four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the second guy, I rolled a 12 plus five, so that's a 17. Awesome. Yep. That is. And I'm going to do seven plus three plus three, so 13. What's the damage? 13 total. Okay. Yeah, that dude uh, with a chop to the sternum with your sword, uh, is he is on the ground. Not moving. And probably dead. Uh, friend, you're up. Nice. So I'm not giving up on this dog. We're going to become friends. I'm going to do it. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna firebolt that fucker, uh, and uh, okay. I didn't mark down what my what, how many points damage did he do on me? Uh, yeah, I thought it was six, only it was a was small it? amount, so six sounds good. Sounds right. That's seventeen. Um. All right, so running. Don't remember. I want. I want to say. I'll take but that I don't point know. away. Because I don't remember. He. Yeah, that's what I get for doing a dumb fucking thing. Uh, let's do this. <laughs> Thirteen plus five, so eighteen. And three damage. Yeah. Three. Um, no, it's only a D10. Yeah. Okay. Um, well with that, uh, a firebolt right to the face. Cause you guys are fucking point blank. Uh, um, yeah, that stings. I can imagine. Um, and he is looking fairly burnt and singed and is now, uh, whimpering in pain and backing off a little bit. Good. Get the fuck away from me. Uh, and that actually brings us back to Garth's actual turn. All right. So I missed one. Yeah. Is that guy that the second guy that I hit? Is he dead or is he? Yeah. Yeah. Taking a nap. Did, he's done for. The other guy. Okay. Yeah. Yes. He's sleeping. <laughs> yeah. All right. I take a nice big swing at the other guy. I roll a 10 plus 5, 15. Mm-hmm. All right. So 5 plus 3, 8 points of damage. Okay, yeah, that one swing right there is enough to put this guy on his heels, and he is he's, like, holding on to his arm. He's bleeding out a little bit. Uh, you can see it coming out through his hands. Um, that, that, that did some damage for sure. Um, 
now the wolf is up, who is now uh, very wary of Frenolith. <laughs> he first was trying to be ridden by him and then got set on fire <laughs> by him. So kind of <laughs> not exactly sure what to make of that. Uh, he's toying with his feelings. Um, yeah, well, listen, he could have just let me ride him. I'm just saying, like, it would have been an easy thing. We could have been I friends. Mean, that would have been easier. It, yeah, exactly. That would have been. given him treats. We would have been friends. And this is bullshit. So you're, you're grooming this wolf 100%. for exploitation. That's what you're saying. <laughs> now a scarred wolf. Um, uh, but yes, he's he's wants no parts of you at this point. Um, but he's close enough to uh, Tark that he's going to um, take a lunge at her at the behest of his owner who is yelling in to get back in there, get him and such. Uh, that is a oh, man. 19. That's a 19. Yeah. Um, that, that, hit, that is a hit. I should have six uh, damage slow here. Um, Never mind. Uh, sorry. Cooking up. Cook. I was going to say, are you cooking up something? Uh, no, I was just trying to look at. Because I have the opportunity attack, but that's when somebody leaves, right? It's not when they come into my space. Uh, it's when they leave okay. it. Yeah, correct. Which actually, technically. Um, Frenolith, if you wanted to take an opportunity attack against that wolf because he kind of left your vicinity, you can do that. I forgot about that. All right. So I can just take another attack? You can do a, a melee attack. Yeah, just like a melee attack. So I guess uh, I don't I've know got, what have got on hand. I've got a crossbow. Uh, and I've got like daggers and quarterstaffs. Dagger, quarterstaffs. Yeah, you've got uh, My dagger's got a 20-foot range. So I'm going to throw a dagger at it. Now he he would have been. This is when he was kind of. Oh, I could just stab him at this point. Backed off. You would have. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. we're kind of retroactive doing this because I forgot. This is a thing Ah, that would have happened. Gotcha. So I'm going to stab him. We'll say as he runs by you to get the Tark, you can kind of swat at him. So go for it. 10 plus 3, 13. And then. Uh, That's what you needed, actually. Yep. And then two plus one damage. So it's three. Three total. Um, that is enough. Uh, you're able to actually stop this thing in its tracks. This it kind of reminds you of what happened with the dire wolf. Seven damage. Thank you, friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, that's true. Yeah, that's the time a little bit of a. <laughs> I was just gonna do that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's it's vaguely similar to how uh, Garth took out the direwolf in in mid stride while lunging for somebody else who managed to uh, stop it in its tracks. So, but this one's nice. like a little puppy. Yeah, he's <laughs> good job, good job, Frenulus. It, it, it whimpers um, and makes eye contact with Fren as it dies. <laughs> <laughs> and then I cut its head off and wear it. <clears throat> We could have been friends, and now I get to wear you as a mask again. God damn it. (laughs) Why do you keep making me do this? This could have been us, but you've been playing. (laughs) 
every every time we play this game, friend has to end up with a dog. Yeah. head on. <laughs> we'll bring this back to the uh, the bronze. Uh, the hell was it called? Bronze blade. Bronze blade. Yeah. 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 Have them. Uh, Which one do you want? Put this one up. Yeah. I'm notifying so Peter right now. Pile of wolf heads. You get a wolf head. You get a wolf head. Everybody gets a wolf head. <laughs> they attacked you. You're just defending yourself. Uh, <laughs> the the owner of this dog now is like, ah, he's very upset about what just happened. And um, what was the dog's name? He is. Excuse me, Wolf. <laughs> Fluffy. <laughs> Wolfy. His name was Wolf. W a l f. <laughs> uh he's gonna go after uh Frenolith because you just killed his 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 buddy. Um Wow <laughs> <laughs> <Well, laughs> eighteen wow. eighteen and then a five to hit. So he hits you once with his mace. Uh, <laughs> Alf. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, what did he get me with? Ooh, he hit you, clubbed you with his with his mace. Uh, he got you for eight damage. Oh man, I'm I only have eight points. Yeah, where what do you at? Oh, down to eight. Yeah. All right. I need yeah. a long. I need a long rest. Hurting though. So yeah, a couple of you guys do. <laughs> um, so. That brings us to Tark. Um, how many are left? So we got. How many there is me? the that guy, the thug. He is quite hurt. Um, there's the the guy who looks kind of like he's probably the captain of the gang. Uh, mm-hmm. so far he's not taken a hit. Uh, and then there is one crossbow dude that Garth has fucked up pretty good. So you're. You've and got two cap- pretty hurt guys guy and one pretty and one guy. He's the one that has strength. sword, sword, and... dagger, three attacks. He's and he's yet to take a hit. And he's standing pretty much next to Dimly now, who's knocked out. Right. Yes. Uh, so I'm going to roll to stabilize Dimly. Um, do you have to do okay, that so you, medicine, right? I don't think you There's need to do that. Medi- yeah, he's got a couple. There's a medication kit. Life saving throws. Yeah, we've think... got we've got healing potions. I've got three saving. I haven't run. I haven't rolled any of my saving throws yet. Yeah, you've got. Oh, okay, at, we can wait then. At least three three rounds before yeah. he's. Yeah, that's okay. the mistake I made in Warzone the other night. I tried to revive you, and someone <laughs> yeah. killed me. <laughs> in that case, um, how far am I from Big Boy? No hit. That's not been hit yet. Close enough. Yeah. I mean, this is all aside from the sort of Gareth and crossbow situation over to your left. This is all happening within within striking distance. All right, cool. So I'm going to move up to him and first swing with the rapier, which is. Uh, can't see 16s and 9s. That's a 16 plus 5 to hit. 16 plus 5? Yep. 
Oh, yeah. That's definitely yeah. That is 10 damage. Nice. Nice. Um, and then I'll dash just to get out of his range. To uh, disengage. Yep. Okay. And I think that's uh, da, 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 da. it. I didn't feel too turkey, but sometimes you just get hit with Oops, the sword. Sorry. Hey, what did you say there? I heard I missed a bit of that. Uh, it didn't seem too turkey, but that's that's what we got. <laughs> I don't know, man. Stra- strafing hits like that seems that's kind of roguish. I don't know. Yeah. Fair. Um, stick and move. Stick and move. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You're you're doing a little bit of a Inigo Montoya there. That's his name, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Am I screwing that up? Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Dimly. Death save, please. Rolled nine. Boo. Nine. Ooh, that's no good. So he's... Oh, wait. So I... One third of the way dead. One no. failure. Yes. Uh, cool. So the freshly rapiered captain sees this scratch on his arm now and just kind of turns slowly and looks at Tark, shakes his head like, you motherfuckers. All right, he's going to take this shit seriously now. Um, And is going to leap over dimly on the ground and go full force at Tark. Sword, sword, dagger. Yay. Um, That is a 21 to hit. That'll do it. That is a 14, which I believe is uh, against you. Jesus Christ. I, I have as one well. point. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm rolling the d20 attack rolls first. Oh. And then I'll do damage. I'll, Sorry, remove, I'll remove that 14 so damage. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That was a 14, 14 to hit, not 14 damage. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, that's it. Um, uh and the third is a miss. Uh, it's only a 10 to hit. So mm-hmm. that is going to be um, that's 11. Ouch. Total. Yeah. So you're up to you're what it like you 40 or something. Us. Four. It's this one dude. The, the captain is fucking you up. The rest of them, not so much. All right. Let's stop shooting at the dead wolf. <laughs> but actually to, to be fair I, I'm, I feel like this is the first fight you guys have actually had like a decent amount of trouble with yeah we've kind of breezed well. through a lot of the other ones yeah yeah what are the odds that somebody I get hit four times well when, when one of those guys has three attacks per round pretty good actually which is some bullshit I'm just gonna say <laughs> hey, <man. laughs> You uh, you talk to the writers about that shit, not me. I didn't make that up. It's a challenge, man. Um, cool. Uh, so that brings us. My bad. I was drifting there for a second to crossbow bandit, who is with Gareth. Uh, he's gonna take out the one weapon he's got. He can use at close range, which would be his dagger. Uh, and that is a, I believe that's 
a 14 to hit, which does not hit you, correct? Yeah, so I'm going to take a swing at him. Yeah, okay. He's uh, he's not having a lot of luck. Neither one of these guys. They are clearly overmatched. Oh. Roll a 12, so plus 5 is 17 to hit. Mm-hmm. Roll a 7 plus 3. That's 10 points of damage then. Yeah, um, this guy doesn't have a head anymore. <laughs> He's uh, you're, you're just hacking people apart over here. Um, and that was your reaction, correct? Yep. Um, was that one of your um, superiority dice? Yeah, so I have one more out of oh, four left. You've got one more. Okay, yeah. Okay, true, true, true. Okay, sweet. Um... That brings us to Frenolith. So I guess I'm just going to attack that guy. Um, I'm pretty low. Cool. So I'm assuming... Uh, oh, you, you got up to make that attack, so yeah, you're good. So, so I guess I'll do a firebolt on him. Uh, so you're, you're aiming at the captain? Yeah. Uh... You know what? I'm going to do a chaos bolt. Using... I'm going to use a chaos bolt because that's more fun. Yeah. To do that bad boy. It's more fun. Definitely more damage. Yeah. Too. Fuck me. Three plus five. So eight. I, I missed him. That spell is right. Three What's eight. that? Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. there's not yeah, even a 15. point to rolling the next. So. Sorry, guys. I'm rolling like shit to your random blobs of energy goes flying off into the into the trees <laughs> actually no roll 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 the roll the damage dice to see what kind of jeremy no i missed that what was that roll the uh, dice to see what kind of roll the dice just to see what kind of um what kind of shit you just shot out i'm curious three plus two five Or you, it would be two D eight. Two D eight, yeah. Two and three, so five. Two and three, so ice and fire. Yeah. Uh, okay, interesting. Well, you, you, the first one hits the trees and starts to set it on fire. The second one hits the fire and puts it out. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Got lucky there. Um, it's just so just a puff of steam hits the tree. Uh, so, Garth. Um. Whoops! I closed my tab. All about safety over here. Um, Trying to prevent force. I am going to. Only you can start and then stop forest fires. I'm going to charge that guy and see if I can like tackle him and grapple him. Mm. Because I'm coming from the side, Um, right? And he's kind of he's kind of been attacking guys in one direction. So if I can like come up on them and like take them by surprise a little bit and throw them down and uh, these grapple them mm-hmm. for a second. I don't know exactly what the rules are here, but you are definitely, he is engaged with several people at this point. So I would say that would be, I'm kind of making this part up here an arm strike, but I will give you advantage because he is, um, he's busy. He's busy. He's occupied. Yeah. Okay. Just um, feels right. 
Hold on. Close my tab on accident on my character. In the middle of battle, can we just like yell stuff at each other? Yeah, definitely. Like when you're done with, if you get him down, make sure you run away from him. Why? Oh, like black and prone. Oh, you're trying to like literally grapple him though, like what? Basically, pin. Yeah, I'm trying him. to like oh, take yeah. him down for a second. I mean, if someone wants to come up and stab him while I'm like holding him to the ground, go oh, okay. for it. Gotcha. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. So, I'm. I'm going to roll unarmed strike. Yep. At, at advantage. With advantage. So first one is 17. Second is 15. So 17. Cool. So you are able to get in there and make enough contact that uh, you have an opening to grapple him now. To grapple. Uh he has an opportunity to resist it. So what I'm going to have you both do is do a um, strength check. Strength check, okay. 14. Oh, you beat him. He had a 13. You beat him by one, so you got him down. Can I also apply... Since I used an unarmed strike to get him down, can I apply my four potential points of damage? Roll a four. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So roll a two. If you're going to linebacker tackle him, yeah, sure. Okay. Terry Cruz style. Yeah. Terry, um, or yeah, was the uh, the office line? Yeah. Terry Tate. Ter- oh, Terry Tate, yeah. But it's uh, <laughs> the real guy's name, something Terry Cruz. Terry Cruz right? also works. <laughs> it's a different dude. Yeah, it's totally different. I think. But they both were NFL players, I believe, so. I just thought they're um, actor's name or whatever. Okay, uh, so I rolled a two, went to grapple him. Cool. So he he took a little bit of damage from your uh, your linebacker tackle. He is on the ground. He is pinned. Uh, and that brings us to the one other remaining human dude. Uh, he's he sees this and is going to try to wrestle you off of him. Right, so that's going to be cute. another strength, strength on strength check. Ooh, it's twenty-one. Do I get a roll again? Yeah, he's he's trying to pull you off of him. So to resist him, you have to roll again. Yeah, so I got a thirteen. All right, so he is able to uh, somehow get enough leverage to lift a goddamn Goliath off of his friend. Um, Damn. And the dude is still prone, I'll say. Uh, but he's no longer restrained or grappled, I should say. Um, so that would be his action. Uh, Tark, that is your turn. So the guy who is prone, and he, that's the like, uh, boss man. attacks against him or with advantage now, right? Like melee uh, yeah. attacks? Um, me- melee would be, yeah. All right, cool. Then I'm definitely going to go to melee him with my rapier, which is natural 20 to nice. hit. Uh, for 1d8. I don't think I've actually rolled my physical d8 yet. 
That's the like pyramid looking guy. Uh, seven plus three, ten damage. Well, wait. So you do because you got a natural twenty. You roll that d eight twice. Oh, all right. Yep. Double double all damage dice. That's a two. So nine plus three, I guess. Um, yeah. And then I'm also Sweet. going to sneak attack because that. At first level, I can know how to strike subtly and exploit a foe's distraction. Once per turn, I can deal an extra d6 damage to one creature I hit with an attack if I have an advantage on the attack roll. And because the rapier and is finesse... did, because he was prone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, d6. Oh, it's the, the die that looks like a die. Uh, one. An extra one damage. <laughs> <laughs> it's a... Uh... It's weird to see a, a actual square die with like numbers on it instead of dots. Yeah. <laughs> it turns me off too. What a weird cube. Um, cool. Yeah. Now with that damage, uh, that was a healthy chunk out of uh, of him, and he, uh, you can see some blood sort of oozing out from his studded leather armor at this point. Um, uh, dimly, I need you to do another death save, please. All right. Three. I'm on death's door here. Oh, no. Damn. All right, somebody's got to stabilize me. All right, so the captain, uh, now that he's getting roughed up uh, a little bit more than he expected to, he's going to use his movement to uh, stand up and uh, take some swings at Garth now because he was so rudely put on his back. I don't know if you want to do that, dude. Three. Miss. Four. Miss. Five. Miss. Okay. <laughs> On all three of his attacks, he rolled a three, a four, and a five. All right, I'm going to take a swing at him okay. as my last uh, superiority dice. 17 plus five. Mm-hmm. 23. And... Uh, Eight plus three. So eleven. That's eleven. Oh boy. Nice. Uh take that bitch. That is just just barely. He he takes this sword kind of to the chest region, drops to his knees, and he's takes one slow last breath and just falls over. Fuck yeah. Oh, why don't I hit him a few more times? Wreck, wreck I mean, you gone. still can. You can keep going. Make uh, him a big bloody mess <laughs> on the ground. All right. When we're done um, with the last guy. Actually, I believe this is a friend now is up. I'm a chaos bolt that last guy. <laughs> yeah, that spell is so right. freaking cool. Chaos bolt. Please just roll nice. Something nice for me. I, I want to do something cool. 10 plus 5, so 15. There you go. He nice. needed an 11. He's not particularly heavily armed, ar- armored. Here. I got a 1 and a 1. So it is acid. Acid, acid damage. damage. <laughs> Double acid. Dual acid damage. Dual acid damage. <laughs> As you as you go to do your chaos bolt, you can tell that he's trying to turn and like run now that he this is just completely fucked. Um, 
but as he's sort of making that move to turn and run, you kind of, you know, squirt gun him in the face with a little acid. <laughs> and he's like, God damn it. <laughs> he 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 is clearly wants no part of this shit anymore. He's trying to get the fuck out of there. But Garth, it is your turn. Um man. All right, I'll just take a swing at him with my longsword. He's in range, since I'm assuming since he tried to attack, he took me off the other guy. <laughs> Natural 20. Nice. <laughs> oh, That's the dice roll we need to get from Scott. Um, I don't think Actually, I can. I, I think can mathematically it? it's impossible Can you swing it to not, not kill on the sharp side? I want you to swing it flat. Just smack it with, him with a sword. It. And that's a funny sword. <laughs> I think I'll still, right would still knock his eyeballs out, probably. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't have to do that. I just think it's funny. Go about it. Fair game. Like I said, it's, it, I think mathematically with a, with a critical hit, it's impossible for you to not kill him. Uh, I, I would say just as he's going away, I'm like, I actually just end up swiping low, and I just cross both his Achilles tendons, and then he just flops over into <laughs> into like the dead leaves on the ground. I like that our D and D is just turning out. into torture porn. It's amazing. <laughs> That's the most gruesome way we can just kill people, and then I. To the death? <laughs> no, to the pain. <laughs> uh, we're not the only ones, I will say that. I've heard some pretty, pretty gnarly stuff yeah. on some popular podcasts. Anyhow. <laughs> um, that's like when, when you're uh, playing, like I don't know, like Far Cry or something, and you kill a dude by shooting him in the ankle. It's like, it makes no <laughs> fucking sense, but okay. He had one hit point left. So. Whenever I think ankle thing. Let's um, think a uh, pet cemetery. The Achilles, the yeah. Achilles tendon scene. The oh my god, that scene gets me. Church. Oh, it's Gabe, right? I'm Gabe. not sure the name. It's been so long since I've seen Pet Cemetery. Mainly because of that. It was the little boy, I think. Gage. Yes. Gage? Yeah. Yep. Um, Gage. It's been a while. I never saw the oh, movie. movie is what I saw. Cool. So somebody... Somebody get dimly up. Oh yeah, um, yeah. my medicine oh, sucks, that- so somebody else should do it. <laughs> we have uh, we have yeah. some healing potions, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you do have those, and so the the medicine kit, healer's kit, I think it's called. You can use that to stabilize a person, and then from there, heal it up however you want. You can use your lay on hands, whatever you want. To yeah, do. All right. So the. Like the medicine check roll to stabilize someone is that you just don't do that if you have healing potions or no if you have a potion yeah you just you just drink the potion you get the hit points you're good the the medicine kit or I keep calling it medicine kit, healer's kit is a different thing that's kind of like bandages and like you know herbs and shit to try to like that basically prevents someone from dying via death saves like Dimly was doing but it doesn't give me any hit points. Yeah, it 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 basically stabilizes you, but you're not able to get up. Right. And right. Well, and I can't I can't cast spells or anything like that. Right. right. Well, we could just get them up and then do a short rest. Exactly. My point is that you don't have to burn a potion right now because there's no right. 
All right. Danger if They're you just stabilize threat, right. it. Yeah. Yep. Good point. Exactly. All right. Use the healer's kit. We've got four out of five. We can just knock that yeah. down to three. Cool. Um, so, wow, it's way later than I thought it was. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, let's cut to it here. I'm assuming you're going to go in and scout this camp out. That's kind of why you came. Yep. Yep. Should we save looting uh, for first thing cool. next time? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, uh, I, I got to go to bed. <laughs> okay. Yeah, can do. Next time, looting.